0: Sweat on the ground Everybody's dancing at the Basin Lounge Everybody's dancing at the Basin Lounge We're rolling in a town Smoking with the windows down Gently Uptown Mid-City Bucktown Everybody's dancing at the Basin Lounge
1: The green, room's brown It smells like puke There's a post around the wall Go David, dude I said, man, just play it cool. The very first thing that I did it, I did not play it cool. I grabbed a pound of wild turkey, and I sucked it down. Everybody's dancing at the Basin Lounge. 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 At the basin lounge. We're rolling into town, smoking with the windows down. Gentilly
2: Uptown, Mid-City town. Everybody's dancing at the Basin Lounge. Forget about
1: gun truck Paul. gun oh, truck, gun truck Paul. Paul. Gun truck Paul got his nickname because I meant to say truck Gun Paul, and then I just kept repeating it wrong. he uh, he had some video where he's like, you know, they say that you know, your handguns just to get you back to your truck gun. And he pulled back <laughs> a blade. Or like I don't know what it is. It takes a belt. So it's I, massive. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they were fucking today. They were talking in the memes. They were like, they were like, you know, how much would it cost to equip a trailer park with high point handguns and uh, bowfang radios? I was like, no, no, no. I've done the math on this. We want ref- <laughs>
2: <laughs> like
3: you want refurbished police shotguns, and they're like, what? I was like, they're less than one hundred and fifty dollars. Twelve gauge box of buckshot. I was like. We're we're go- go. golden like a yeah. shower <laughs>
1: baby, like- and like I know it's probably not the most important part of the story, but untraceable. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
3: it's just gonna go back yeah. to some fucking like Sierra Vista, Arizona police department. Like, what the fuck are <laughs> like, these shots? Sh- yeah.
1: Like, you know, yeah. But I I say that like I understand how bullet tracing gun how that works at all. Every time I'm like, how though? Like, how- <laughs> <laughs> I man, I can't. Damn
3: it, I was about to say like I have a story about that. Uh there mm, was can't uh, tell it. I can't tell it. I do
1: have in my notes try to get him to tell a story he can't tell. Oh, that <laughs> like that, was that was, really was close. That was really close. I'm going to talk about how Afghanistan was fucked from the jump. I'm like uh, oh. uh, No, there's there's one where uh to to
3: put it lightly, everybody was looking at this arms cache of weapons that they found and they're mm-hmm. like this is insane. This is all this stuff and all that. And I, and I walked into the room. I was like yeah, that's unusual. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, there's only two people that make that gun right there. And they're like, what? what huh? I was like, yeah, Iran and Germany. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, like, and so I was like, either Germans are supporting terrorist groups or we've got Iranians here. And they're like, it was like one of those really, really bad autistic moments that like I was casual about. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And they're like, <laughs>
2: no (laughs) no this is we've got
1: how rare this is
3: (laughs) yeah it was one of those it's like (laughs) oh so
0: so as an international incident right
1: as a naive civilian i guess like when i hear that i'm like i don't know i just i I live on the assumption that iran's fucking around like iran's always doing some shit Or, or there's there is someone affiliated with iran that is doing something you know in places like that no yeah
3: all the time well like uh who's that guy it
1: doesn't have to be official you know what i mean it's uh it could be
3: kermit roosevelt (laughs) (laughs) it's it's mike baker who says it he's like on joe rogan he's like sitting there he's like yeah they do it but we do it too like and it's not like right. it's 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 not hard like you just you find somebody dumb and stupid on the internet who's just like not joking when they talk about these things and they're you're like hey <laughs> mm-hmm. uh how would you like a bitcoin for your uh <laughs> for your fun for your activities and then right they just wander off and then you get like cnn like we got a lone wolf terrorist out here like it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't take much, bro. And, and like, honestly, we do it too, but they're just so much better at it because they have like so many different avenues of approach, right? Like we only have like freedom and capitalism whereas they have religion they have ethnicity they have fuck fuck a party yeah they they have all these things a party a bath party yeah it's it's unfair really it's not creative at all like we're just like do you love j-lo's big ass and new (laughs) england patriots do you love freedom (laughs) like yeah like die for america and they're like yeah
1: like Like, like, it's hard it depends are you gonna fly over the the stadium like that gets yeah. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, but um,
3: go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Uh, sure,
0: Alan. You want to go first? I, I feel yeah. like I always. I am Alan of the Nun Taken Show. I live in uh the Bay Area, California, and we do the show. That's Dustin <laughs> over there.
1: I, I, I'm Dustin. We do uh, together, we do Nun Taken podcast We talk about politics and current events. Uh, we it's it's tempting to say like we keep it light we don't keep it light we deal with dark and painful subjects but Very we do much. it in a way but we do it in a way where we always want to like keep comedy as or like entertainment yeah. as front of us, right yeah. so like I I wouldn't say we make bad things funny but we're always trying to be funny while we're talking about the news because you know if you're gonna laugh or cry right so uh, yeah especially to a little amusement.
0: Yeah. yeah, don't take it too seriously.
1: Um, yeah, but we do a lot of different sound bites, clips from the media in our first show of the week. That's usually – we try to do a two-hour show. It's always two and a half hours. And then uh, we do a second show that's like just bam-bam headlines or an interview. Nice. Yeah.
3: That's a lot better than – you know what? I'm going to – I need to start recommending you to some people who always tell me like uh, – and it's the most painful thing. Like, I don't watch the news because it's depressing and I'm like, I hate you. Like, yeah. I, like I'm going to put it Yeah.
1: Well, and our thing is too, like, you know, Alan has a different political perspective than me, but we've just always got along. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a, I used to be a libertarian, but at, at under my, I have an underlying underline through line a through line of pragmatism, which the modern libertarian party has no tolerance for. Honestly any party has tolerance for. Everybody's got a purity test. And if you're willing to bend for any, you know, rational reasons, you're just, you know, you're you're persona non grata. So I just said, yeah, it's fine. I'm an independent. That's boring and annoying, but easier than trying to assign yourself a dogma and then you know alan is like what a regretful democrat democrat
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I would say i'm uh yeah I'm a, I'm a liberal i'm a, a democrat technically i suppose but you know i have my own opinions on things of course, <laughs> me and yeah. dustin me and dustin find our way to uh you know figure out a way to to find so we try to find solutions to some of these things politically, um, that where we can kind of meet in the middle, I think is kind of what we end up doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Solutions for conversation to be able to like, yeah, talk yeah. about
1: it, you yeah. know, so, so I mean, I don't know, I, that's also not the formula for a successful podcast. Right? Like, you need to be offensive and get people's attention. But, you know, if we wanted to be successful, we could do that. Uh, If we have (laughs) a plan to long term, you know, I think the people that are attracted to our types of conversations are, you know, people like you, people that are thoughtful and people that aren't like, they don't necessarily succumb to, you know, a, a podcast, which is really just people that grew up on TikTok and, uh, you know, are just like, hey, let's say this dumb shit. We had a clip this week where some guy was saying like, did you see State Farms pulling out of California? It's like, yeah, five years ago they tried to leave and the state wouldn't let them. And then the <laughs> guy, like, I bet there's gonna be a big earthquake now. It's like, no, it's the fires. It's literally really the fires. thing that you know about. Like yeah. you guys are just doing cuts and like making a video. And it's like me and Alan grew up on radio. So we kind of like talk more.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Give me one second. I'll be right back. I got to fix something. No, you're
1: good. Oh,
3: sorry. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, that's, it's actually starting to come back around, which is weird because a lot of the guys that I talk to uh, that listen to our show, it's, it's a lot of people do, uh, especially after COVID, like work from home or like an hour long mm-hmm. car ride. They're just like, yeah. I need, I need something to devour. And I've told this to uh, Cole at Alcatas too, yeah. and a, a lot of the other guys, but I'm like, if I, if you sat there and you made a, if you made a podcast, I made a podcast and Cole made a podcast, like that's three podcasts right there. And you know how much work it takes to put one hour or two hours into one week. That's three of the seven hours to the commute that they go to work on. That's not including right. chores, dishes, and all that other stuff that people put a podcast on for. So it's like usually the average person has somewhere around like 10 to 15 hours. And those sound bites and the, we need to get these libtards out of America. <laughs> and like, it gets old fast. Like imagine 15 hours of just Alex Jones screaming in your ear. And so it's like the thought process, like y- y- people want that thoughtful conversation. They really do. Yeah and it's whether they know it or not they do they do
0: want it and so it's good that yeah. you guys do that it's a lot of our I mean, well, we used to try to do shorter shows yeah and then some of our listeners are like no just make it long okay. yeah. <laughs> we're good <laughs> Still uh, out of work, stuck in the right? car anyways yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and it's sort of formatted where there's
1: breaks so it's like if you want to listen to an hour and a half and an hour and a half tomorrow it's perfectly designed for you to pause and yeah, come back totally. to doesn't have to be your first podcast the next day, you can listen to your other shit and then have this come on. And you know, I don't know, I kind of have like a podcast schedule to my day, because I listen to a lot of them at work. Uh, one of like sweet. one of the little intros is we're like, I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day, Alan watches three hours of cable news. So between the two of us, you're gonna get a couple different perspectives. And you know, um, but yeah, that 13 hours, like, yeah, I have no problem having a show that's longer like that. I don't. Why? Why am I talking about myself so much? I'm starting to uh, God sorry.
3: <laughs> God, God. Yeah. feel. God
0: forbid. God. we have a personality.
1: Well, we we grew up in that. um, We were all of me and Alan's influences were so I'm an elder millennial, and Alan can pretend he is. And all of our influences were like cool Gen Xers. Gen Xers were like, you can't sell out. That's the man, blah, blah, blah. And so we grew up with that mindset. And everybody else that's a millennial, like born like three or four years after us, is like, you have to make your own brand. You need to be out there whoring yourself. Like, pitch everything left. Yeah. And it just, I can't, I just, it's not a part of me, you know?
0: We also yeah. grew up listening to talk radio, like guy talk radio was sort of one of our main influences. So yeah, so we, you know, those were three, four hour shows we would listen to all the time. So we're used to that sort of format. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Nice. So yeah. Well, uh, the, the biggest question I have and like really the, the one that, cause I don't follow uh, closely the Republican primaries or any of that stuff. Like I, I pay attention to like what's going on in the economy. I pay attention to what's going on in foreign policy, but like, I've 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 just given up watching the primaries because I'm like whoever if they can elect a moderate to a okay Republican, Joe Biden's going to just Yeah. He's the Jimmy Carter of our era. So but I was they
1: can't do it. I said that when you went Yeah, I was like he's he's the Jimmy Carter. He's also like a Democrat Reagan hear me out in oh the yeah is, let's, put this old man in, let's bring in this young crop of people to run the show and mm-hmm. this guy just smiles at cameras and says good things oops God. can't say the good things you know yeah. like it just like the democrats trying to do a reagan and they're like "Nah, he's not charismatic
0: enough. yeah he's also old school politics he likes yeah. to you know get in the room and hammer shit out you know meet in the middle um as opposed to you know, he, he, that's that's kind of his thing. You know, that's yeah. what he likes.
1: That's to say. what he thinks politics still is. Yes. Right. I don't know how that is truly happening. He tried to do a Joe Manchin and saw how that worked. Well, no he's got insane. a few things passed. I suppose. Yeah. So I right, see that. Like, no, I'm no, like, sure. no,
3: no, Because now okay. I got a question because you said he was old school politics. So in your opinion, guys, who's who's the new school? Who do you think is actually
1: making the new Holly. who? Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. I think his okay. version of American populism is in my honestly, in my opinion, it's pretty frightening. Because it's, you know, you can say verifiably false things. And, you know, that's not Trump brought. But he doesn't do it with the charismatic charisma that Trump does. But he still finds a lot of success. Yeah, I'm not. uh, I think he's Nebraska. I always say Nebraska and it's. Zurich or arkansas i can't remember
3: he was the I one who a, looked at the picket line on january 6th and he's like yeah yeah we yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Like>, are <laughs> and then he just yeah. like and, uh, ferris ran away bueller
1: principal in, in uh in ferris bueller yeah. where he's running down the hall and he walks by the window runs down the hall walks by the <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude y'all
0: saw the video josh <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of new politicians like that that, that same kind of lane your matt gates is your mtgs your aocs God, yeah. you know they yeah. try to appeal to more extreme uh ends of the party mm-hmm. because that's where you get the soundbite, that's where you get the clip on tv that's where personal
1: attention like yeah. like you're, you're trying to create a, it's what we talked about right it's like they're all they're doing is making a national brand for them as a as a brand it just so happens they were elected by a district or to represent the, you know the people of georgia in the senate it just so happens they don't have to do anything that helps those people out they have to do things to get their name like so right now nobody um, nobody so so if you just tuned into the fact that the government's going to shut down is it going to shut down or is it, the, is it defunded what one of the two right or i guess it's the same thing Wait. so they're about to not be able to pass a spending bill right that's by the end of this month They just brought it up because they're like, hey, we just came back from summer vacation and nobody has a spending bill. So there's a reason for that. All, All during the last session, all during the last session, they injected a bunch of bullshit into the spending bill proposals yeah. so that uh, so that they would get rejected so that it would get to this point and then they could be like hey everyone look at me i'm the one that look the democrats are, are are failing to run this and all the cameras they are talking to you know those same people again who, who you have when was the last time you saw anything from marjorie three toes i haven't seen anything from her in a long sorry there's a picture with her on, on the beach where she looks this like is, she only has three toes blood. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, Marjorie Sporkfoot. You haven't seen her for a long time because there hasn't been a spectacle. She's she's waiting this out for the next. It'll be in about a week. It'll be the rest of this month. And for however long they shut down the government. I'm sorry. Did I rant too long? No, you're good. You're good. It's fine.
0: (laughs) she recently said some stupid shit. I can't remember exactly. Something about taxes in the Ice Age or something. I don't know. Uh, Matt Gaetz has said that uh, he wants to impeach Biden. And if uh, Kevin McCarthy doesn't go along with it, he's going to have him fired as Speaker of the House. So he takes the vote. By the way, he didn't even say <gasps> what, Holy fuck. Like, what charges he wants to impeach that's Biden that's for. Hard. Yeah. Just well, maybe it's all his <laughs> is.
1: I'm waiting for more on this alias story. But there's a whole thing about. Uh, biden's aliases in his emails and it's all mm, like yeah. explainable to be like i want to be able to have a normal conversation so i've used this alias account and it's like well turns out we're um we're taking the former president to court or to to court over like classified documents and his relationship with the records department of our government and Nora. um you're really making our record keeping difficult when we don't exactly know how many fake names and email accounts you have Jesus. I know that one's going to grow a lot of hair. That's <laughs> yeah. like that's like this last week. You'll hear about it more in the next few probably as they get more to bite onto. There's no meat yet, but there's a scent. That,
3: nice. Now that's that's because uh, I got a buddy. I don't know if have you guys ever looked into the GameStop AMC stuff? Have you ever looked yeah. into that? To the moon. Well,
1: Look, are you saying like a conspiracy behind the phenomenon? Well, uh, I mean, I...
3: Okay, so I, I'm still holding my GameStop. I've dr. Yeah, I, I've like, dr. Diamond hands, baby. Diamond you hands. Be like, this is
1: going to be an investment vehicle. You're like, why I... not? Like, let's fucking yeah. do this. or Yeah, I got.
3: I got to get it's him like, on oh, the podcast I again. I But I, I got a. Yeah. I got a buddy who d- we dr. Our shares, and if you don't know what that means, we'll come to the podcast. But. uh no, we were talking about it because uh, Evergrande and uh, the Chinese gardens just everything in China. Everything mm-hmm. in China is going down, and they're like, "Yeah, China's gonna get fucked up." And then if you look at the books, though, if you look at the earnings statements, all of the debt they have is foreign. Like it's like Canadian mm-hmm. banks, it's American banks who are using the loan payments from that stuff to pay for other things back here and so it's billions if not probably trillions of dollars at stake over in china student loans get turned on next month and oh by the way we might shut down the government at the end of the month and so it's i'm just sitting here i'm like man if you were an agent for the russians or the chinese literally your orders this month were just make the, the government not work for a month in october let student loans let the chinese housing market fail. And then shut the government down, and it's well, like the
1: best part of that is what's Biden been trumpeting for the past two, three months, Bidenomics, Bidenomics. Yeah, yeah. he broke that out. Oh, buddy, you just gave the right a lot to work with. Yeah. But <laughs> meanwhile, because, like, oil's are, like on prices. paper, things yep. are like you know trending in a positive. Like inflation's still up, but it's not nine percent anymore. Yeah. Right. Prices aren't going to come down; they're just up. That's so, not the way prices well, work, unfortunately. Hold
3: up there. Do you know how inflation is measured?
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. All the shit that really counts anymore. They're like, that affects the number too much. We don't count. that. So they
3: didn't just take that out. But inflation is measured on the last two years. And so the numbers that were two years old, right? So the 20. So we're 2023. Oh, so yeah so so 2021 is what they're comparing it to and so like inflation was growing in 2021 and 2022 so it looks like inflation in comparison is going down over the last two years but the numbers it's two years old yeah and so
1: (laughs) that big number is still growing like yeah yeah it's not the same as compound interest but it's like that same like hey this is a a big number being multiplied by a slightly smaller percentage more but still it's,
3: yeah. I mean, just look at your grocery bill. Mine's like $275. Yep. Allen's is probably his kidney over there
1: in California. <laughs> like yeah. Fucking...
0: yeah, I'm selling organs for sure. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, gas is like 530 or something like that, 540 over here. She, like, I,
1: yeah. I think it's like 319
3: here. Dude, I, I went to Portland for a week uh, last week. And, oh, my God, I wanted to end it all. It was like the hotel The <laughs> hotel made me pay for parking. I had to pay for plastic bags. The gas was $4. Oh, yeah. I was like, just burn yeah. the West Coast down. I'm done with, like, <laughs> just restart it. It's done. Uh, Portland, Portland has, not not like,
1: scenic, pretty stuff and its interestingness. But, like, it's just not an example of how you should
0: modeling. Yeah, also way. great strip clubs though. Uh, great strip I, clubs. Amazingly, right? Like yes. <laughs> great drugs. Great drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Oh man.
3: My my favorite place there, shout out to the Japanese Zen Gardens. I have like I love yeah,
1: it. I've been there. I, mean, I love that's it. That's the best love one it. in the country. Yeah, that's the
0: best yeah. one in the country. Oh, I don't. San Francisco's got a pretty good one. You shut your poor mouth. <laughs> need to see this. How, How many? many I don't think I've been to that one. It's it's yeah. It's I love Japanese.
1: like someone that hasn't been there. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I uh yeah after after my deployment I sat there for like an hour and a half. I just like sat by like this little trickling waterfall and like my mother-in-law is like are you okay? And my wife's just like let let let's let him be. Like let's just <laughs> like I was like it's so peaceful. Yeah, it's dude, yeah. you could just you don't you don't need anything. You could just sit there and just be like uh, but then like some like Turkish or Azerbaijani tourists will come by smelling like cologne and then just like my two favorite ethnicities <laughs> <to pick laughs> taking life. pictures and like, and you're just like, Oh, Oh God <laughs> ruined it. Ruined can, it.
1: I, can I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm so easily distracted, but it's like, I spent so much of my life at make, it's just easy to pick on the Turks. If you're like, <laughs> you, if you're a fan of Western Civ, you're like, well, I, I naturally hate the Turks. Constantinople <laughs> reasons. Oh, the but then, uh, and then i started my girlfriend's greek and she's greek cyprian so we're like hey yeah. Yeah, we yeah. uh, and, but but then i need you to understand how much it takes to make me side with armenians like wow <laughs> god you guys are fucking and now let me explain um, i think you guys I, I, I don't i don't yeah it is a thing on our show so and yeah. and this this what i'm about to say is something you know how people say these things where it's like i am not the person i used to be i'm so proud that my friends showed me, you know, what I could have done and I'm so glad that I was able to change and be who I am now, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Experience so growth here. I used to work in I almost called it Armenia, California. I used to work in <laughs> Glendale, California. Glendale, mm-hmm. um, California, for those of you who don't know, is where I I don't I'm not I I, I realize what I've said before these moments, but I would estimate Let's not go crazy. Seventy percent of the nation's Armenians, I think, live in Glendale, California. Yes, they do. If if you if you if you broaden the circle from Glendale into some of LA, you could still you could get to that seventy percent. And and the thing is, though, the thing is, so I formed an opinion based on the fact that I worked in a customer service job inside of a mall at. A retail store so i literally saw the worst of the worst coming in and trying to return <laughs> pillows that were six months old and you know the and all the stereotypes that you could come up with and i left there being like look i don't fucking hate anyone but i have a bias towards these people <laughs> and like and then once i realized how wrong i was, it was well especially it was it was somebody talking to me about the history of how empire after empire has just torn apart Armenia. that region yeah. but Armenia. Particularly, yeah. and like you know, going from ancient—I mean, going from the steps, from the, the, the tribes of the steps, through you know Rome, through Russia, through just it's and Azerbaijan now. Um, it's yeah, it's I mean, also that's how you get people that maybe are you know tough in customer service environments. Like, <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> they've had
1: a rough go of it historically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm get fucked over the sixty-nine dollar pillow that was flat when I <laughs> got a point. Got a point. It's fair. Where were we? Can I go back a ways to something you'd said? Yeah, and go ahead. I, I, so you'd said that you don't like to check in on the news too much at this point with the primaries and because there's, there's so much like, for what I heard, it was like, they're going to get who they want through that process. And you're mm-hmm. just going to find out who your choices are. Right. Yeah. I agree with you because if you go back four years ago, it was, Bernie's turn, finally, even though nobody wanted to admit it. And the conversation was, could Bernie actually beat Trump? Like, how would Bernie show up in a general election? Like, nobody's going to be fine with his Socialist Democrat. Is it Socialist Democrat or Democratic Socialist? It, uh, I know that was distinction okay. without
0: a difference, I think. I don't it, yeah. That's
1: not true, actually. <laughs> One of them
0: is like, oh,
1: we like democracy. The other one's like, as soon as we can get rid of democracy. But the problem is, just because you like democracy doesn't mean that you'll maintain it. That's exactly how um, Democratic Nations get overthrown is mm. you know through a democratic process. Anyways, um, so this time you know four years ago it was Barney's to lose, and like I don't know, people like me were like, please, Tulsi Gabbard, and then Hillary's like Russian agent. And you're just like you fucking cunt. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, do you remember when Tulsi Gabbard killed Kamala Harris? on the debate stage murdered her in a debate and then she was dead and then they were like she dropped out of campaigning and then joe's like hey i see you don't have a job yeah i said i was going to pick a brown woman so (laughs) (laughs) she was the most qualified um she can be qualified for other reasons i'm just saying based on his criteria so uh yeah but if you go back so then what happened was on what like super tuesday all of uh the three middling powers that were somewhat leading maybe like the two three and four Candidates all colluded and said, we're going to support Joe Biden. And uh, going forward, he basically had the nomination. And, you know, here we are. Nice. Here we are looking at a second term, if we're lucky, of Joe Biden, which means Kamala Harris in about, what, two and a half years? Yeah, two
0: and a half. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. No, oh, or I know, or we could have a you know a president from jail. think be that too It's possible. <laughs> I yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's thoughts on that. Do you want to go like really
1: random about um whether he would be allowed to be president or is that too off topic? I don't
3: I, no, nothing's off topic here. Okay. The, so <laughs>
1: uh, so we've been talking about is the Fourteenth Amendment section three it's ambiguous and it basically says if you've participated in an insurrection or a rebellion you are not qualified to uh, run for office uh, if you if you haven't taken an oath Ooh. right and then and and it was written after the civil war to be like look they took an oath then they rebelled against the country these people can't be trusted we can't bring them back into the union mm-hmm. so right. it, but they, or they this wrote, can't hold office um, right yes yeah. he, right yes thank you um, so the thing is uh, it never really went to court to be like clarified whether it just exists as its own thing and the states have the right to just say, well, we won't put them on our ballot mm-hmm. or it takes an act of Congress or a decision from the Supreme Court or the state Supreme Courts. So what I think is going to happen, there's two things I think are going to happen. I think I think California will leave Trump off. Michigan will leave Trump off. Utah will leave. We'll will leave him on you know Wyoming will leave him on and in Wyoming and Utah the democrats will sue the republicans for leaving him there even though they say he's not qualified and in Michigan, New York and California the republicans will sue the democrats for not letting uh, for not letting him on there mm-hmm. and regardless there's going to be up to 50 lawsuits trying to settle this so it'll ultimately get run up to the supreme court we'll get a decision on it mm-hmm. some people will be like hey there was a decision on it it wasn't um, there was a decision immediately after they made that law or what law sure amendment Uh, amendment. Yeah. And, uh the it, the judge wasn't acting in the he wasn't serving as like a Supreme Court justice when he made the decision. So it's really not clear whether like whether you can just say no. And and then the other thing is like, give me the Webster's definition of an insurrection. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I don't care to have this argument about whether that's what January 6th was or not. The fact that we can say that it that some people think it was means that we're even needed...
0: providing aid and comfort. Like what's
1: that, that was actually <laughs> that's, that's part of how it's written yeah. is aid and comfort yeah. to people who are doing so. Right. Yeah, right. I love you you're very you're you're very smart or whatever you said the Go best home. people we love you. yeah yeah, uh, yeah.
0: there's actually a lawsuit announced today in colorado a group of individuals suing for that very thing uh, to and there's a guy and in... get him off the ballot
1: oh really okay yes. and yeah. there's a guy in texas that is suing other states to see if he would be i don't i don't know how these people have standing by the way that's a lot of these might get dismissed by not being able to show that they're being affected by uh, well, the Colorado
0: they're... one, they're, they're actual voters. I think it's like six voters and the Secretary of State, so they clearly do have standing. Sure. Um, these other ones are trying to do cross-state. I don't know if that's going to... Here's the other thing.
1: So so that's one scenario. The other scenario is you don't do anything. It comes down to the election day or the January 6th, right? And what they say is, look, according to this thing we fucking wrote down 150 years ago, we we kind of agreed at the time that people that do this don't get to be president. Mm-hmm. And we say, look, I count, you know, 270 electoral votes for Trump and less than that for uh, oh, Joe, I almost said, oh, Biden, uh, Joe
0: Biden.
1: And so on paper, yes, Trump has more electoral votes. However, the same way you would treat someone who is not 35 or was born outside of the United States or any other unqualified by nature of participating what he participated in, he's you can describe him as being ineligible in the same way that somebody who's 34 years old is ineligible. Mm-hmm. And in that same way, they would just say, OK, we counted it. These ones don't count because it would be like if a, if a majority of people wrote in my butt on mm-hmm. the uh, uh what was it uh, cox and what are the uh, Mc... Kanye West? No, getting, yeah, uh... the right in
0: ballot. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah
1: there's always, uh, uh,
0: Mickey Mouse or something
1: no there's a funny one with dicks that actually happens all the time I'm just I'm forgetting my Simpsons puns right now but anyways so one of those two things I think is going to happen
0: there are constitutional scholars arguing that right now um from the um Federalist Society like not not conservative people yes yeah uh although Raffensperger had a, a column in the Wall Street Journal I think today uh saying that he thought that for people who believe that the election was stolen or already, it think the system is rigged, that that all that's going to do is disenfranchise them further if this is actually what happens, so he wouldn't support it. Um, yeah, and the other side
1: curve. would say the exact same argument right. about how it's a split two-tiered legal yeah. system and all that stuff.
0: Well, it's in the Constitution, it's in the Constitution, so, you know.
1: I mean okay here's my pragmatism showing
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I was <laughs> about pragmatism to say show.
3: that that explains it is like why they immediately called or the liberals called it a uh insurrection, insurrection. Right? they knew yeah. they knew because yeah. words mean, yeah. I had a lieutenant colonel who used to tell us that as cadets he's like words mean shit right like words that matter, matter. Yeah. and so like yep. it in the army it matters in legal terms it matters and I was. Uh, I'm a firm proponent that it was an insurrection. Just because you have an inability to overthrow throw a government doesn't mean it's not a fucking rebellion, right? Like just because your fucking insurrection <laughs> sucked doesn't mean it's not an insurrection. Not, yeah, yeah. Like I received
1: was- to hear you say that. I didn't know what to expect and I did I I didn't have a assumption, but I was just like, I don't know, I have no idea how you're gonna take this. God forbid, was we there... have a conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Uh, I mean, It was an attempt to stop the peaceful transfer of power that yeah. we've had in this country for 200 years. Uh, so it was it's a thing. It's a it's a it's, an, it was definitely a problem. It's problematic.
1: And, yeah. And you know, just because the the greatest legal minds and proponent of it being a legal action were Rudy Giuliani and uh, Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell, Sydney Powell you know, yeah. doesn't doesn't really have to dis I mean, I don't know. Rudy was so drunk that night. <laughs> he Dude. was hammered as fuck. My tits. These are my tits. Have you seen my them? tits? <laughs> my tits <his.
2: laughs> he so
1: text messages to his um I don't mistress, girlfriend, whatever are so gross. Uh, and it's creepy that she shared them. Like they're very creepy. Very Giuliani team podcast. I forgot to tell you that. We bring him up almost every show.
0: Yeah. Yes. Mountain Dew and Rudy Giuliani. Uh now today there was a in they're in court in Georgia in the Fonnie Willis case because two of the uh, nineteen people indicted in that case um executed their right to have a uh, a speedy, a speedy trial. trial. Yeah. So Chesbro. Ches the cheese Chesbro. Chesbro and Powell. And Chesbro was like, uh, I don't want to fucking have my case tried with that fucking nut job. (laughs) And so he tried to have the case uh, separated so that he he would be tried alone. Uh, And the judge said no, so they're both gonna be tried.
1: And the the thing is, like, at the time, he's saying he wants to have a speedy trial. But um, the way that works is at any point, if you do anything to delay the trial, it goes kind of back to its normal format. Mm -hmm. So like I want a speedy trial. But then you're like, Oh, hold on, we need time for discovery. They're like, okay, got it. It's not a speedy trial anymore. So like, That's 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 interesting until it stops being interesting. It's scheduled yeah, can to start
0: talk. October 23rd, but we'll see yeah that actually happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Nice. And Trump's move forward too. His uh March trial for Fani Willis, I think is March. Um the judge was like, "Look, the more you like start making things difficult for us to like maintain our jury pool or witnesses and keep their memories, you know, not corrupted by you <laughs> saying weird shit on the news, the more you do that, I'm going to have to move the trial forward. I will have no other choice then to." Mm-hmm. Which is to makes sense, like memories are fallible and you postpone this to 2026 like you wanted to. That completely destroys that. I mean, it's already two and a half fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a while to think about that.
3: It's it's one of those things like I've already discounted him, like as much as many people don't want to. No, I agree. Say like, yeah. And so. But at the same time, we've been talking about this on the podcast, we're like, these kids, man, these goddamn Gen yeah. Zers, all they do is praise God and lift weights and their conservative values. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, yeah. not, all jokes aside, they are
1: very the conservative. Alan, Alan well, didn't believe me. He lives uh, in California dude. and he hires all these liberals in the Bay Area. Yeah. So he's like, well, I know kids. I talk to them all the time. I'm like, I'm in the group chats, Alan. <laughs> they are pissed. It's,
0: <laughs> it's almost like the new form of rebellion. Yeah. It's like... It, is reversed. Yeah. I mean, he's still he's polling uh, why at 53%. would it be cool to be a liberal right now? Like tell me what would be cool uh, <laughs>
1: like like what's so appealing to be rebellious and fun about yeah, really expensive
0: coffee drinks? I don't know. Um, okay, no. I mean, Trump's still polling I mean, at 53% hysteria, with all this stuff that's happening yeah. right now. Yeah. He's polling yeah. at 53% in the GOP primary, the 53% closest to him
1: of half of the population. Just yes. come on.
0: And the closest competition is DeSantis, and he sucks, and he's at 15. What about Vivek?
1: My name's Vivek. It rhymes with cake. Have you heard him (laughs) rap? So bad. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad.
0: It's really bad. Uh, Vivek is just under 8%. Okay. I Third don't, place.
1: I don't
3: DeSantis won't do it. Like they they know they can't have DeSantis because he can't he can't win liberal votes. He literally created right. the war on woke. It's like yeah. Yeah. who who says, <laughs> like, I'm gonna go after the other side, but I also want to run for president. Like, if I was his yeah. campaign manager, I'd be like, Hey, can you hold this rope real quick and then like just jump off the <laughs> fu- <laughs> <laughs> like, just,
1: been through three of them already? Uh, like, yeah. He's, when they're not getting to car accidents, he's firing them. Yeah, he also likes to feet <laughs> putting with his fingers, which is fucking weird. Awesome. it's always <laughs> remarkable and no worthy no matter what we're saying about him that is a fair thing to interject like, <laughs> i like throwing it out there I no like i'm it. agreeing I, yeah, like yeah. it is a little bit of non sequitur but it's like you can't forget that like he eats pudding with his
0: fingers given the opportunity like, yeah. and he grinds his teeth when he's nervous yeah. the- we have a listener who's been on the show who was involved somewhat in florida politics mm-hmm. and- his dad was- no, why would I do that? Sorry.
2: Yeah, uh, I wasn't
0: gonna going to be go into details. Uh, anyways, we had him on the show and we were talking because he was a real big DeSantis supporter early on. Mm-hmm. Um, he still is. still is. And I was like, dude, but everybody says he has no charisma. And he's like, oh man, I've been in a room with him. Trust me, he does <laughs> like Okay, Connor. Okay. And he yeah. wasn't wrong. It's uh, uh, pretty obvious now. Yeah. Very it's- little charisma points on that guy. I will not let you down.
1: Smile,
3: <laughs> uh, hey, gonna... mouth,
1: like wait, but his his mouth movement was the same thing as when um, Jeb Bush goes, "Please clap, yeah, please like, clap. He... <laughs> yeah. smile." It's yeah. Like... yeah with no words it was wonderful dude
3: when I get fired up I do the oh god what's his name and then we're gonna take back the White House and then we're gonna take back (laughs) then we're gonna take back fucking Baku and then we're gonna take back
1: (laughs) it's crazy that that under that 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 killed a campaign like 2003 that's all it took we there's uh,
0: there's lots of moments like that in politics that were just small slip ups have just completely destroyed a campaign Trump just
1: moved the window Trump was just like no, it's fine. Yeah, it
3: the uh the I took a cuz I'm a poli sci major and we had a co- uh, class from a Dr. Phillips if you're out there. I know you're not listening cuz you're probably like so ashamed of me, but he was a great guy. <laughs> and uh no, he was amazing. He was a French uh Englishman who married uh into the army and so his wife was at Fort Campbell, so he taught here. He was way too quiet. like he uh Yeah. He was a assistant professor at Brown. It was like, what the fuck are you doing here, oh, bro? Wow. Like I was like, why are you, you like, here?
1: Not here? geographically. Like. I was like,
3: we should be paying double. But like uh right. he had us read a book on that. Like uh it's like uh the the mindless voter of sheep. Like most are just like single issue voters and like care about yeah. how tall like politicians are. And you just like read yeah. that book and you're just like fuck like it's it, it is there's no hope and that's why the electoral college exists and most people don't know that is it exists because they knew they're like these common folk are fucking stupid like we fucking need a buffer what?
1: Well, and like, and when they're not stupid, they have a fucking life and they have kids and, you know, maybe like most people in order to afford to where they live, they have to drive an hour and a half to work and back. So that's three hours Mm -hmm. of your day. You got to be a good parent. So that's more time. How on earth can you be invested in knowing any of this shit? And then he goes on TV and says, you're not getting paid enough, you know, or you're, you don't have good healthcare. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You're literally saying the
0: things that matter to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's That's how it. it works. Yeah. Yeah, those kitchen table issues, man. That's where they get you.
1: I the way they sell it to you might change, but it's still the same things.
0: I I
3: was about to say the kitchen, like
1: uh, (sighs) kitchen table,
3: man. It's it's. I don't know what kind of house you grew up in, but like I'm I'm like Uh, a, my dad's side is German Jewish, and so like can I. They Can I
1: say I describe you when I think about you as warrior class? Is that an insulting thing to hear someone say to you?
3: That makes me feel poor because if you think warrior class and you think like Roman soldiers, but in oh, reality, in like I mean, American like, life, it's just. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was about to say in American life, like warrior class is like the
1: trailer park,
3: like bro, <laughs> <Did> <laughs> like and my son's a marine. The <laughs> no. fucking no, hell, no. yeah, no.
1: In my mind, I was imagining like solid middle class, lifetime after lifetime of people that are you Dude, know
3: in the co- yeah no Matt and I have yeah. talked about that and uh but like the dinner table conversation isn't even about that it's like pe- normal Americans I would argue like 80 90% avoid political
1: discussion at the table oh, all, very all much the time so. but we did not do that i still yeah we still I, argued i, I, <laughs> I argued. spent so we would get in our family the reason i i apologize i just did it right now and fuck my story is about what i just did we would just whoever was loudest got to talk at the at thanksgiving Jewish? christmas yeah that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. so so like you know you 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 learn real fast how to like how to jump in and jump out right whether it's like a true skill you knew you had or you didn't but then you get to like that 18 to 22 year old range and you don't really you're like a baby scorpion you like don't really know how much you're stinging and Mm. i remember getting into it and yelling at my grandma (laughs) over there because so at this point in my life i had become a neocon (laughs) she as like she like if she I'd be I wouldn't be surprised if the pussy hat that I have of hers from going to the women's marches was from like the 70s. She's like, "Oh, I've just always had a pussy hat." Like she is like a badass, super progressive for her entire lifespan. Um and I just remembered like not getting in her face but it, like, you know, immediately feeling bad about it, not having the intuition enough to apologize at the moment and then spending years not knowing how to say you're sorry and then getting to like i i feel good i got a clean conscience she's no longer with us but like that like i don't know i feel like, like you know what this is the worst case of it because i interrupted you to tell that story <laughs> yeah he's yeah, just like god <laughs> damn it but, yeah.
0: yeah i don't know that we talked a lot of politics at the kitchen table but you talk about real shit, right mm-hmm. stuff happening at work stuff happening at school um and then that, that comes around eventually to become political. I think at some point in your life, all those things. Yeah. And when you're an adult, like, like Dustin's talking about, and you got the family and you're putting food on the table. Um, those are the things that matter to you. And that's what politicians appeal to
1: mm-hmm.
0: people find their own lane, but that's, you know, it, it's all connected back to that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's also like, you'll, you'll talk about like socioeconomic issues, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that, that's the thing where you're like, oh, right. That's politics too. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, and, and and that's politics where it actually affects your life. Yeah. You mentioned poli sci earlier. I was in my poli sci class when I showed up uh, for school and found out about 9-11. Uh, God, what an amazing class to have
0: for for like that. Like
2: damn.
0: Every time you tell that story, I was always like, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. God damn it. That must have been a wild day about 9 11.
1: Where were you? No,
0: that you were at poli-sci. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. yeah.
1: well, was a weird time, right? Like there, like there were cell phones, but you weren't really texting people. No. So but like Buddy didn't text. have a parking pass. Yeah. He would park in the street. So I was like listening to the radio the whole way to school. And I picked him up. I'm like, hey, I don't know what to describe as what's happening. Here's the radio. And then we pulled in, went to class and they had like a, they carted in a TV. They're like, mm, you want to yeah. stay and watch the news? And we didn't have cable. So we were like, yeah, I don't know what rabbit ears are going to get us back at the apartment, so I guess I'll just stay here and watch this in my poli sci class. Just surreal.
3: <laughs> oh, dude, I was I was actually in New York when it happened. Uh... Oh wow. <laughs> wow <an> here. <laughs> okay, so uh, my I, my parents were actually separated um, at that time, and uh, they actually got back together later on. And yeah. uh, what happened was, is I went to school, and police officer comes in. He's like, "Everybody out! Everybody get out!" Just like we're done, go home, gone. And my mom's side, uh, uh, grandfather was in the Korean war, got home and became a firefighter for the rest of his life. A New York firefighter. My uncle was a chief of a fire department up in East Rochester, Buffalo area, Chai Lai. And so every fucking firefighter in New York was going there. Like we got, basically you have like a mass casualty incident. And so like they were gone, all this stuff is happening. We're watching the towers fall. And then That night or the next night, my dad called my mom and was like, I'm going. And she's like, where are you going? Because my dad was one of the first ones into Afghanistan, like the the horse soldiers. Uh, By the way, the guy who plays Chris Hemsworth in that movie... Short little fat Italian man in real life looks nothing like Australian (laughs) Viking God. Like he is like the funniest dude, too. He's just like, yeah, you guys like that shit. And then the medic in that movie, I think he was like Asian or black for diversity purposes. No, grandpa white dude. I actually met him. When, Because wow. my dad and I worked together at Fifth Special Forces Group, and uh, his, the guy who sat next to him was a contractor who was, like, the firearms and bicycle safety contractor. And he had, like, all these...
1: Wait, 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 That's an interesting combination. Is... Yeah, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> not... it's like, skiing and shooting. No,
2: Oh, hold on. <laughs>
3: no in the army like if you have a motorcycle you're considered extremely hazardous so you have like bicycle bike courses you have to go through so oh, they wow. they hire somebody out to like teach that and he taught that yeah. and uh but yeah it was just funny because like the movie came out and i'm like is that dave and he's like why he ain't black like they're all just old white <laughs> dude. and like but yeah my dad said goodbye and then i never heard from him for like three four months i was like seven first grade First or or kindergarten or first or second grade. Sorry. And uh, I thought my dad was dead for like three, four months. He just didn't call. Meanwhile, he was just in Afghanistan fighting the Taliban.
1: Are (laughs) you telling me your dad is CIA? You said he's first in Afghanistan.
3: No, Uh, he actually it's actually I I mentioned it. If you go through our Instagram and scroll, um, there's this video to a very bad cover of ACDC. That was my dad's G chief. That was the Northern Alliance uh, leader that he linked up with. And so the CIA linked him up with the special forces team. And so like my oh, dad, wow. it's a funny fucking story because my dad gets off the helicopter and it's like this surreal moment. Like first time as a green beret, cause he was a Cav scout in the first Gulf War. And it's all this shit, you know, slow motion. And then the lights to all these trucks turn on trucks, trucks for days. My dad never rode on a fucking horse. It was all Toyota Hiluxes. And he goes <laughs> and this little short fat Bucky. guy, yeah, little short, fat guy comes up and goes, hey, man, what's up? And he was like, the fuck? Like, in English, not in Persian. Far, just, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, what? He's like, oh, man, I'm, like, Muhammad or whatever. Like, I'm uh, I'm in charge of these guys. And he's like, why do you speak English? He's like, oh, uh, before the... The Russians and the Taliban, he's like, my dad was like a very influential governor of this province and sent me to Chicago University where I dropped out and joined an ACDC cover band and waited tables (laughs) and drove a Harley and he sent his Harley back to Afghanistan and they Taliban conquered his village and they ran his Harley off a fucking mountain into a Eagle oh. that was dedicated to his father and smashed that shit. And, so, wow. and he's like, I got some food and I got some Jack Daniels in your tent. After that, tomorrow we're going to go hunt these assholes. <laughs> like, for- <laughs> holy shit.
1: Uh, yeah. It's like, That's a like, crazy story. But no, yeah. he's
3: yeah. It's a YouTube video. It's like the line of case or whatever. And like, that was, that was, just the shittiest fucking interaction, and my dad's like, "Yeah, some guys, you know, they got off the helicopter, and it was all like Talib tele- or like Northern Alliance warlords or whatever." I got a college dropout who just fucking smoked like a chimney and drank Jack Daniels. It was awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just into Australian like uh, what hair rock.
3: Yeah, they did Well, they didn't want to fo- who wants to make that movie, right? Who wants to make a movie where it's like, yeah, these badass special forces get hooked up with a college dropout who just decided to be paramilitary and you, you know, it's too much inspiration, right?
1: Like that'd be too good of a fucking story. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Wow.
3: No, it's all heroic and die for your country bullshit, right? Like yeah. whatever. Yeah.
1: When will that trope ever wear out? It can't. They can't afford to, right?
3: Um
1: I don't know. I mean, they um, after World War 1, what like who, you know, the whole yeah, make a fool die for his type thing. So, some one of the things that
3: I uh, I advocate for is like if you're pro-abortion or not sorry not pro-abortion pro uh, pro not abortion like you you no killing babies or whatever like you're the <clears> biggest <throat> Christian fundamentalist out there you're like I don't want anybody to ever have an abortion it's not their right go to a uh what is it Planned Parenthood go to a Planned Parenthood. I've been, it's the most disgusting thing you'll ever see. It's like 17 year old, 20, 17 to 21 year old boys, not even having the courage to walk a woman through the front door that they got pregnant. It's just girls getting dropped off at the front door. Screw you. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I'll be back. Here's half the money. And so it's it's literally just women in there. And then the other thing I would say is like, if you ever have a question about the military, ask to go to an MEPS station, a MEP station, and just wait for the day that they ship off. And it's just what's, this.
1: What's that? What's MEPS?
3: Military uh, enlistment processing. Uh, got, something. Got it's it. like yeah. yeah, my brother went. Uh,
1: I I was an officer, so I. You're, wa- you're watching new people get sent out. Uh,
3: yeah, dude, holy shit! It's like the trailer park, just. Cracked oh open, God. And, yeah. it, and and you, and like I said, like you realize the abortion center isn't like, it, it's women who have these shitty boyfriend and men in their lives, and this is going to save them from these assholes. You're like, right. it's it's not a woman thing, it's not a kid or a, a financial thing. It's literally shithead boys getting girls pregnant. Go to the map station, and it's literally what you said. It's young, dumb, full of come. 17 18 19 year old boys who watch too much chris kyle and jocko podcast and it it, it's like too
0: much call of duty a
3: little too i wish it was call of duty you know man like but it was it was like one of the most depressing moments of my life to because my brother just flunked out of college and just uh uh quit and then he's like I'm gonna go enlist and now he's it's been six years since that And he's like that was the most fucking stupid shit <laughs> I have ever done I should have just hung it up I should have gone back to college but it is it's depressing and yeah. it it's so much it, like you said you're like we've known this since World War One what are you doing it's like they don't they don't read that, they don't read Hemingway, they don't read Band of Brothers or any of those books about these dudes. Not not until they get there, right? Yeah, not until they get there. Right, yeah.
1: So so, so like my brother, so I grew up in a, so I don't have to back the story up to what it was like when when it was just me and my mom growing up. But my mom remarried, uh, we ended up living in a very nice suburb. um, And then my brother grew up within that. So idyllic 90s Southern California, Life, right? I'm picturing full house
3: already. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) And um, come graduation time, he already had it planned out. He joined the Army and uh, he made it through basic. It's basic in the Army, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he made it through basic and then he went to his MOS. Yep. Summer. And a couple of weeks into that, his knees had been blown out from the previous one and they gave him, you know, boots too big or winter boots. And it was summer or some shit like yeah. that. I don't remember. And then they told him he was making it all up. And then he they wouldn't let him leave once they had decided they, you know, I, look, there's two sides of this, too. Right. And yeah. I'm not hearing all the, the, <laughs> yeah, the other this. side but like, yeah. But, you know, then he comes back from that and he's filled with regret he's 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 filled with shame because he thinks he let people down that he said he was gonna go do that for. And all I'm thinking is I'm just glad you're home, dude. Like, I'm glad you went through that. You, you learned a lot about yourself going through that. Um, and, and I'm so proud of who he is now. You know, he, he wh- however he left, he was able to get a GI bill or, you know, some money. He went to IT school and he makes more money than fucking I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? you know, he right? nice. bought a big house in Phoenix. I'm like, you don't understand. You can't live there. It's going to be horrible. Don't yeah. live in Phoenix. <laughs> it's hell on earth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, honestly, I think when I started telling that story, I was like, maybe he'll say something nice that I can clip out and send to my brother. But like, no, I d- just... he.
3: I I I got something for you, and this is this is actually one of the most painful things for me is that doing this podcast, I get all types of dudes. Right, like I've met guys who got the Military Cross from the British Army for actions in Afghanistan. Like that's second to like their medal. I think it's like their Medal of Honor or something. It's huge, and second to the Victoria Cross, I think whatever it is. It's okay. like it's a huge deal. And then I've met some great people and all over the military. my dad's a great example of that. He's got seven Bronze Stars. Uh, for combat. Yeah. And then it, I've met those guys, but then I've also met and I, and I have friends who have killed themselves based on what two of them who killed themselves because of their failures in the military. And then I have guys who've done bad things in the military and it kicks them out and they have these things going on. And the thing I, I, I always say is, look, I'm one of those guys who did a good job, right? I did most of the time when you go on a combat tour, which is Afghanistan or Iraq, you get one medal for your whole time there. And they're like, good job, bud. Here's a little, a take home. I got three. So, and then I got denied for two more. Um, so basically every month I was doing something ridiculous that I 100% should not have been doing. And then somehow I got to, I got out of it by the skin of my teeth and my pants. And so I had a great time. I, I did good things and I would say it's broken for anybody. I don't think it's been, I don't think it's been fixed since world war II, And I can say that with utmost certainty because I've met a world war II vet. I have, my grandfather was a world war II vet and I got to talk to him. My uncle, my godfather is a Vietnam vet. And my dad's been a veteran through literally since 88 till like two years ago. And even my dad, when he was watching it, he's like, this system is just so corrupt and broken. And it's just careerism you have. And I was talking about this. All I'm the like,
1: incentives are misaligned, right? Like the incentives promote the wrong things and and, and ignore no, the...
3: My dad was off the line, and I can say this now. My dad was fucking pissed his last two to three years in. And it was like, we are, like, I say this sometimes. I'm like, to get a meme approved for information warfare against ISIS.
1: You talk about that a lot. I, yeah. I, I need you to, talk to just, can you take a second and just say that that's really a thing? What? That you would get memes approved for yes. information yeah there. by fun. But- you, you say that so casually because that's your life uh, but I think people <laughs> that, have that is pretty wild world. yeah like, it's
0: like- <laughs> hold on a second
1: what <laughs> yeah we had a whole bunch of like investigations with our congress because we thought russia put memes out on facebook Dude. you're saying yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah no there's i there's a, so like there's entire cells for it it's called miso miso and i was in those cells and no, me, no, no, no,
1: no! Uh, it's a big deal that uh, Russia had an uh, internet research agency. Blow, I don't blow I don't,
3: me. <laughs> <laughs> blow Fuck it! But like my my dad was just like seeing me go through this. You know, here I am. I had already proved myself with the hundred first. Here I am in fifth group, and I'm working with these cells, and I'm trying to get a forty year old man to understand a meme against ISIS. <laughs> like,
2: wow.
3: like I'm having to explain the hashtag was was like instead of is is it's was was and then you like pop a picture of dead isis guys up there like ha ha bitch like he couldn't get it and we were like arguing with him this is a green beret lieutenant colonel and he's like it's not funny i don't get it and
1: uh, Um, like 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 (laughs) the ability to identify that the people around him they are put in that place to have good judgment yeah have good judgment i know what they're doing
3: no no god no and <laughs> God, like, I mean, I'm not surprised by it well, because
1: I understand. Alan loves this word. I started saying Byzantine and he's like, yeah, Eastern Roman Empire. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Byzantine, dude. My, yeah, oh, but like, man. The
1: Byzantine nature of the bureaucracy uh, like, just it—it oh. it, it creates that situation.
3: And it, it's so bad. And it, I just remember, like, we're having this. like, This is a full, like, 10, 20, 30-minute discussion because it's like there's approval process. Like, you can look it up. You can Google miso cell approval and stuff. And it's like a whole seven-step process. And by the time we had fucking Got done with this shit. The tower—I ta- want to say Taliban—but ISIS had already sent out like three messages saying we lost three f- like religious fighters in the war, but we killed six Americans. Like they had controlled the whole narrative. Meanwhile, wow. I'm like, like the fucking E7, like the sergeant first class. He'd been doing this like 18 years. Was outside smoking because I needed air too. I was so frustrated, and he's just smoking. He's like, you know, I quit two years ago, and I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me right now? Like, holy shit. And so, but I, and I say that, but like, if I could tell your brother, like anything, and then like any of these veterans, it's like, I've sat at those tables. We've, I've been there on the successful side. I've talked to the guys who are on the bad side and I can tell you it's broken. If you read the, and I would recommend this to anybody who has problems with their service or they have questions, like what the fuck happened to me? Read. We Were Soldiers Once and Young by Hal Moore and read the book uh Band of Brothers. Not the movies. Don't watch the movies. Read the,
1: Watch the movies also. The but fuck, but the, read yeah, it. the movies are great. Are good. <laughs> but
3: the the books, read the books. Um you find out the Band of Brothers Easy Company was completely made of dudes who just they were all like, "We're gonna to go to college and we're gonna get done with this." They were citizen soldiers. Same thing with how Moore's Seventh uh, Cavalry—they volunteered for the, the the Air Cav. They <clears throat>
1: did. That's, that's we were soldiers. Yeah, we were soldiers. I feel like I've heard Dan Car- Dan Carlin talk about that book.
3: Oh, uh, Dan Carlin probably has for uh, I want yeah, to say uh, yeah,
1: the, Western, the the World War One one. Yeah, right? the It's <clears> it's, <throat> yeah. it's Vietnam. It's uh oh, okay. yeah, and then, and I, I interrupted you. No, Colin. you're fine. <laughs>
3: it's but you read about it, and it's like these guys spent ye- over a year together. They none of them really wanted to be there long term. The officers were not West Point officers. I think how more. Out of all the books I've read, Hal Moore was the only one I think who was West Point, but he stayed on. Uh, Major Dick what went-
1: they, Texas A or something. What was that?
3: Yeah, no, they were they were ROTC OCS uh, battlefield commissions. They were all just random dude. Like, you know, hey, I've got leadership potential. I'm going to take it. And then
1: I-, I tried to interject a college football joke. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> well, Texas because no, Texas A and M is a big deal in the Army oh. community. They well,
1: I f- assume so. F- by f- the way, they show up to their football games and pretend like they're all soldiers. Right?
3: Like, okay. <laughs> they're so lame, bro. So- up <laughs> my- I know <laughs> Aggies are so lame, bro. <laughs>
1: they paid their coach so much money They do so many things.
3: Uh, so, but you read this, and, and it's like there's thing they're doing all these things that like if you're if anyone who was in the military did any of those things, right? Like they did half the shit that these guys are doing, they would have been kicked out of the military right. because they're coming up with new ideas. They're thinking individually. They get to to, to be with their units for like uh, a year plus, And they're doing all these great things. And they're like, you know, they're, these are staples in the American movie. Like you said, like, you're like, watch the fucking movies. They are a staple <laughs> of American culture. Like,
1: I mean, you got, you got David swimmer yeah. as, as a warrior. I mean, come on. How <laughs> Yeah,
3: Boy, can't go wrong with David, David. Shumard. <laughs> I, I mean they—they they are, and it's like, but if you read those books, you just sit there and you're like, this is nothing like the military I was cool. in. And it's like, yeah, because it's all West Point ran, it's all bureaucratized, it's all about, oh, it's it's there none of that individualism, because like America, and like we have a guy in the the Discord who like he's a like that's his autism like rub like his schmear on his, his like world history pork loin is like, he's like citizen soldiers. He's like, you shouldn't have a like people should just come into the military and do their time and and get out. And they should be able as a man between the ages of 16 and and my father's personal opinion, 60 between the ages of like 16 and 60, you should just be able to walk into the military, do your time and walk out and be okay and if you think about it that's mm-hmm. the way the constitution is written is that right. you have your second amendment you're in good physical shape you're an american and that's kind of our thing it's like we all shoot that's the lore.
1: yeah that's the lore. yeah
3: we pick yeah. up guns yeah. and we will kill you but right. it's not and it's and
1: it was your estimation that we've lived that through world war ii and pretty much what about korea
3: korea was kind star- of so really like that's one of those things that like there? if i had to like say it because like we talk about this like warrior culture it doesn't exist in america we have warrior families and i'll Fuck it, I'm one That's of them. What I tried to call you. Yeah, a war, a warrior family, like it. It really stopped somewhere around, and I hate to throw Matt a bone here. Um, it stopped in the '90s. Fucking Friends, the 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 Bill Clinton optimism, the the seeds of like modern liberalism, where it's like it's okay to be soft and watch mm. Frasier for hours, and Friends, and The Office, and so. <laughs> but that's matt's what about what
1: what? is fraser okay i think
3: fraser's okay but (laughs) i I, like i (laughs) I was about to say i like i like those shows i don't let them i don't sit there for eight hours like some people in my family but it (laughs) it started around the 90s and like Mm -hmm. we just kind of dropped it off right like we haven't picked it back up and i don't i don't know about i mean you're older than me you've done your time around the earth a couple of times like where, do you sure. th- where like where did it be okay for like when they started like undermining the values of like a Amer- i would say american manhood right like it's okay to shoot guns it's okay to go hunting go lift weights be in good shape and do that it's i think it stopped around the 90s with bill clinton
0: there definitely was a transition point i would say almost maybe mid to late 80s maybe where it began yeah um some of that he culture. To keep Bill clinton safe well, no no <laughs> not, no but holiday. like the whole what like the like go go buy junk bonds and or sell junk um, bonds and you know oh, go yeah, to your right. coke parties and like that kind of shit as opposed like miami vice yuppies, you know like yuppies yuppies, yuppies yeah, were a yeah, thing, and yeah. that's largely an 80s yeah. thing
1: yeah. yeah follow the Definitely. berlin I, 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 the neighbors in christmas vacation
3: <laughs> well, it, it, it's the fall of the Berlin wall too right like the big communist bear is no longer there and, and, and that mm-hmm. all the I, I'm pretty sure everybody breathed a sigh of relief if you were of conscription age in America like oh god I don't have to go die in some godforsaken field in Germany but it without an My enemy I
1: was turning 40 yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. uh, nobody cares anymore thank god I'm not Ukrainian.
3: <laughs> oh god you'd be there tomorrow like you'd be on the front line tomorrow like oh you're not fat like <laughs> no, <laughs> like <no. laughs> right so yeah. i i i don't i don't attribute i would say yeah just don't attribute value to it because like the guy who's giving you value the military has no value anymore like i haven't met one guy who has served valiantly and in combat situations who has anything good to say about the military that lost afghanistan they knew it was coming they're like this shit is ridiculous and so what
1: was winning gonna be like as a civilian i'm like I don't even know like what you guys are trying to do. Like I, I don't get me wrong. Like I was 18 when 9/11 <laughs> happened. Was, like, like this is a good idea to go do this, but like, good to rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Yeah,
0: Justin had his neocon face. Hit <laughs> <laughs> <He>, George Bush.
3: <laughs> he he had a put por- uh, fucking poster of George Bush, just like oh yeah, yeah we're gonna take <laughs> him <laughs> down, <laughs> baby. <You're laughs>
1: so fucking close. Can I? Can I? Can I fully? shame myself go for it it. here's the reality of what you just joked so we both worked at staples at the time and for whatever reason they had like an education department because i think teachers would go down there or Mm -hmm. would go and they had a pack of playing cards of the presidents and um one of them got returned because like they and they only returned half of them something like that so i took the george bush one out and i put it like up by where you put your mail and your keys at home i i did that i did (laughs) wow I know. I can't believe I
3: said that. Chris. <laughs> oh, wow. You're like a Mexican mother with like a picture like, of Jesus up there. Like, oh God, yeah. gotta
1: <laughs> you know, go take a shower after that something story. There is not to that though, right? Like when I look back to who I was at that time, it was, I identified myself as a climber. I was someone that went to Yosemite and climbed rocks. And yeah. that was part of who I was. Like I am, I am badass and I can point at a picture of me doing something, yeah. right? Like I climb Rock and I believe that the people that hurt us on 9 11 deserved to punish and as much as I didn't like George Bush before it when he stood at the rubble and said well I can't hear you but you know the people that did this are going to hear from us and then I found out that that was ad libbed because obviously uh he's he had like one good moment because they wouldn't have wrote for him and I was like man and then he threw out that first pitch of the Yankees game from the mound I was like how I i Good didn't God. like him yeah. voting for him in 2004 <laughs> that lasted so like i don't know 2005 man like like i i'm so ashamed of it but like but oh you, you said that like it, it almost fills a i i'm not a religious person so it you know i at the time i was like interested in buddhism so i was meditating a lot which i understand this doesn't match like very <laughs> yeah, of yeah I love um, the place. But, you know it's a sign of an intelligent mind to be able to contain two uh separate ideas um yeah yeah that was um I think it replaces a lot of you you could put well it in countries where there's a political party that controls things, they don't want a religion, and that same reason that they don't want religion is how you can replace your religion with beliefs of the state, and that's very powerful in your you know while you 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 know you spend your teens and your home life learning principles and you kind of get taught that principles are very important, so you don't want to like you don't want to be flexible on your principles so it was really easy to kind of go off of your last guest says a perfect job at this you just operate off beliefs at that point mm-hmm. it's like i've been told these things and i know this therefore i don't have to think about that you know this has been shown to me and i know what to do
3: well that's the uh and this, this is this goes back to that miso training right that how do you fuck with people it's like if uh you're talking to somebody uh god damn it i'm having i uh, i'm having a really hard time with this uh what is, um? but it's, I can't re- remember the system, but it's like, I feel, I think, I believe. And like, if you can, uh-huh. yeah, like the three layers of questioning and like what they feel, they're not even thinking about it. And then okay. you, you ask them, like, okay, well, that's how you feel. What do you think about that? And then you, you, you'll see it, like, eh, eh. and then they got to like turn gears. And right. most people can't do that. And then belief is a fun one because they've thought about it, they've put some serious effort into it, and they believe it. And if you do that to somebody, I guarantee you, based on their answers and PSYOP guys will tell you this, they'll be like, most people don't believe shit. They, no. they don't, they haven't thought about it. They haven't put that dedication to it. And they haven't like put a pin, like I'm going to die for this. And, mm-hmm. and BA adventures, the guy we had on was a Marine Intel guy who is in probably the worst part of Afghanistan, which is Helmand, which is next door to where I was, which was Kandahar. <laughs> and so we had a, we, I had a laugh about it, but his paper's great. And it, it's just, it goes down that road of like beliefs and like Instagram. Is it in the Discord? He's gotta drop it. I'll I'll message him and tell him okay. to drop it. I did
1: wanna I like I know it's like sixty eight pages, but I do wanna read it.
3: It's literally the fall of Croatoan report is what the papers should be called. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Wow RIP. R-I-P, R-I-P. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. You know me and Dustin met at that time like around what, 2004 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That I'd right? go to his place
1: and I'd fall asleep on the living room couch and turn on Fox News so I could listen to Glenn Beck when I woke up. <laughs>
0: oh.
3: <laughs> Glenn All Beck. Those
1: words, dude. All those words.
3: Oh my yeah. god, you're not you're not even a, a an O'Reilly. O'Reilly was after Glenn Beck. That's how old yeah. you are. God damn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i actually i read so they would sell his books at his staples book's and i'd read them yeah. we both worked at staples and i'd read them for free because yeah, they're on the they book i read them on my lunch while i'm at work yeah,
0: yeah. nice <laughs> alan
1: you were saying more it's
0: magical that we're friends based on <laughs> that origin story for I mean, 20
1: years man. oh bro I, I think it says a lot about both of us though is that yeah. like you know i i don't i think most people that are like Thoughtful and introspective suffer from this. I'm sure you you'll identify with what I'm about to say the, uh, the, and probably a lot of the listeners that like i I don't think that what I have to say is right. I don't think it when I started doing the podcast, I'm like, who would want to listen to me? I'm not the definitive answer on any of this. And then I realized, no, no, no. I can be entertaining while we talk about this. You can realize how you think I'm wrong, but you like listening to us talk. And that's what brings you in. You you enjoy the conversation. And I'm not going to be an idiot. I just might be, I mean, I don't know right now. I think I'm right right now because I have this entire body of lifespan before, you know, and I talk about those teen years, you live off principles. and, And then I think, you know, through my 20s and 30s, I learned how to like, principles are really important as like guide stones But you you need to be able to adjust when the winds change, and then go Mm. back to your guides. And I think that I've done that enough that I I I feel confident that what I believe now is is you know a good way to make decisions in your life and 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 interpret the facts of politics and geopolitics and blah blah blah.
0: I always felt like but I don't but I don't
1: but I don't know right like right now I don't know but I I guarantee you we can have fun talking about yeah. it and I won't be an idiot while I say it. Like,
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say I, you could always articulate something in a nuanced way that I always appreciated, And I think we could have those conversations where I clearly disagreed with you, but we could still have a civil conversation and maybe make some progress there and kind of both see the other person's perspective. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's helped us be friends for two decades, man. That's why we're yeah. here doing a show. Yeah, pretty wild. Well. I,
3: I was about to say, did you watch uh, or did you listen to the one with Tobin, my my like old co- or ROTC buddy, college guy? I think Logi- logis- so. Logistics in life, um, yeah. I think
1: yeah. so. Oh, wait, how long ago was that?
3: It was like two two episodes ago, but he yeah yeah I listened
2: to it.
1: Yeah,
3: his point, and I say this because it like f- oh man, it fucked with me for like days afterwards. And he said he's like sixty to seventy percent of people don't have an internal monologue. And, yeah. and I was like, hold up, yeah. walk that one back. Like you can't right. just drop that <laughs> and then leave. Yeah. And it's, it's real. It's very real. And it's, it's, it's wild to me that people, yeah. cause like, I'm, I'm sure both of you have an internal monologue.
0: Oh, at, definitely. And
3: Like your listeners yes. probably do too. I, but, have, I have an external monologue.
1: You're
3: having discussions. We've working through the problem. <laughs> but you said that, and I was just like, Oh Jesus Christ. Like that's, that's the people who are like, you know, I, I can't watch the news. I can't, it's too depressing. Right. Or like just Funyuns are like the best, best example I've ever heard of that because I, I voted Funyuns. Uh, uh, Funyuns. Okay. Okay. But uh the best example I've ever heard of it, cause like we're the same God. podcast. Uh, cause like I voted for Biden and Matt voted for uh, Trump. We're, mm. we're chill. And, um,
1: yeah. I, not now. I didn't know that, yeah.
3: but, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, It was Dylan, the big fat comedian who's always on.
1: on... Oh and god damn it Alan who is it something Dylan he's always on Rogan oh yeah. Tim Dylan Tim Dylan I absolutely love him Tim Dylan yeah, I funny. was a real estate investor I was yeah. a real estate agent during the housing crisis <laughs> I sold a
3: mortgage to myself he sold a junk mortgage to himself like god that was so like,
1: good like these are worthless I'll buy one <laughs> he, he
3: gave <laughs> by the
2: salesman,
1: I got
3: he gave himself an adjustable rate mortgage in 07 I was like really holy cool. shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he, you know, that's yeah. what the Aussies deal with like every five years. That shit everywhere else, like people readjust their mortgages. Like yeah. it's it's weird, we get locked Okay, go on. Sorry.
3: No, but he was on the one where, uh, he was on the one with the Belarusian, uh, AI expert. Uh, he's also on Rogan, the the autistic guy who does like judo, BJJ, and he always wears a suit on his podcasts.
1: Lex Friedman. Oh, Lex, Fried- Lex Friedman. Yeah. I, I, okay. I didn't notice the autistic part. Yeah. One hundred percent. I know my people. We got a guess from his show on our show. How wild is that? Yeah. Oh man, you're yeah, big, the guy big. that arrested Ross Ulbricht. Oh, Chris uh, Tarbell, the FBI He likes agent. us. Me, so he listened to the same radio shows we listened to, oh, so and he's, he's like, "Yeah, so that's cool." Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: So uh, sorry, I'm working through the problem here. But yeah, no, Lex Friedman had Tim Dillon on and Tim Dillon was like, you don't understand regular people, my guy. And he's like, they don't care about your love of the universe and wanting to be a better person. He's like 60 to 70 percent of people, which is the same number Tobin said, just want Bucky's nuggets and to sit on their couch. (laughs) And if you sit there and tell them you want love and freedom and all the goodness in the world and to. To have a good time and improve yourself and do great things, they will literally look you in the fucking eye, bro, and they will say, <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm on my couch. I got my yeah. Bucky's Nuggets and I'm watching <laughs> NCIS. And it's like, and Lex Friedman couldn't get it. He couldn't yeah. get it he was like <laughs> he was like what do you mean these people i understand i don't know and it was uh, that's it does what, not compute and that yeah and that's why i say he's autistic because tim dylan probably would have had to grab him by the hair and like bring uh. him down to like dallas to be like look upon <laughs> these people bro <laughs> and just the lines of gas pumps and the bucky's nuggets like literally i
1: think it's pronounced bussies bussies
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> dude we're getting a bucky's here in clarksville tennessee i swear it's like redneck Shut christmas
1: yeah yeah i was just about to say i don't think anybody lives in the towns where bucky's exist it anywhere fucks. west
0: <laughs> wow i've never this been this to bucky's athens, oh, athens alabama is alan, the closest one alan you, i've heard you talk about him go I think you're, I, Google tobin it. said he liked him i think yeah
3: no he yeah. literally no in the middle of the fucking podcast he picks up <laughs> yeah. a bag of the bucky's nuggets i'm
2: like <laughs> fuck
1: you bro like He's All we did was pull over to let the dogs go pee. 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, so Natasha went to the... I, I put God, gas in the car. God. Natasha went inside. I took the dogs to go pee. And 45 minutes were gone. Dude, it,
3: yeah. Alan, go. I swear I to God. It, it, it is, it's like the Mecca of America. It's <laughs> 120 gas pumps The as far as the eye can see. Lifted up F-450 trucks. It's literally a mini... Fucking Walmart, and that's why he's like, I took the dog's piss and she disappeared for an hour. Like, yeah, welcome to Bucky's. Like,
0: <laughs> it's like a black hole. Yeah, it's gone. Good times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so, like, when it's you...
1: everything. The cliches are like yeah. everyone's told you these things before, and then you get there, you be like, it's, it's, it's everything. It's like it... Dan Carlin says the Japanese are. They're just like everyone else, except more so. Yeah. It. Mm, yeah. You
3: know what's funny is like when you see like. This is this is the way I can put it, because we have so many people in our discord from all over. It's like a German guy drinking like a nice big beer and then looking at himself and going, oh, I'm so disgusting. I'm like the racist stereotype or like a Frenchman <laughs> having coffee in a baguette. And we're like laughing at him like, ah, Frenchie, mm-hmm. go to a Bucky's. And I swear to God, you'll get a cowboy hat and you'll be like, this is the most racist American <laughs> shit. I, why wow. am I buying this? <laughs> it's yep. gas for your truck fucking 64 ounce big gulp and a family size bag of Doritos for that fat ass. I don't have healthcare for a reason. This is like
1: America. If if,
3: if they're so close, I bet you within five years of psyops and marketing, it's just going to be like a half naked chick at Buggie's with like the little gophers on her tits. And she's going to have a (laughs) snow shovel and she's going to dip it into the Bucky's Nuggets and you're going to be on your rascal and you're just going to open your mouth and (laughs) fuck yeah! <laughs> shovel that shit uh, in. And the, 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 <laughs> fill and, and it's gonna call. It's gonna be called the fuel up and fill up deal. It's ten dollars. You get ten dollars of gas, and the, the half naked chick just shoves a fat shovel of fucking Bucky's nuggets
0: oh, man. in you. It's a utopia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you're like <laughs> you go there and you're like, this is gross. <laughs> like this is. So
1: <laughs> you know how like you know how like a vice president and a president don't always match up. Like Mike Pence and Trump, right? It was like whoa. Well, yeah. Yeah. But that that's enough to win, right? Like one brings enough in for the other to if Bucky's and Top Golf combined. Oh god. Like America like they could take over the country. Like like just just imagine if what you just described it was like the tees get loaded with Bucky's nuggets and there's just like (laughs) 300 hundred pound people out in rascal scooters they yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they have gps sensors into the bucky's nuggets and you don't care and they can tell if they get a hole in one like if you eat it they, they know oh
3: dude do you know do you know how many like bro if I don't, tobin's gonna listen to this and he's gonna be like fuck you i would do you know how much, <laughs> much we could get like the c-suite or or like like project managers to pay like come smack a bucky's nugget into a fat american's mouth and it's like it's like twenty dollars a bucky nugget and he's just up there in a polo smacking bucky's nuggets into the rascal scooter fat guys who can barely turn oh, man. Just,
1: eh. so you make it better you make it better um the the people that get hit so instead of trying to catch it if you hit them right because it's hard right how many times yeah. you tried to hit the guy in the cart yeah, you're doing right. Yeah, right you never did so 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 okay okay so we put like 10 of them out at a time and that way you raffle it right so you make money on the raffle tickets and you only have to give away like 10 <laughs> spots right yeah. but all the idiots want to win the raffle so then you send 10 of them out there and you let all these elites go up there and, and hit the bugs now now in this case you're not allowed to ever go back to a Bucky's again if you get hit. Oh, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> dude, this would this okay. Would be hard to target
3: no, because this is going to go down a, a a terrible route. Because I can already, because uh, my mom has neck tattoos. I know how this part of the world thinks. <laughs> you think that you're going to outlaw alcohol, but really, what you did is invent NASCAR. You think <laughs> hey. that you're going to get these Bucky's guys to <laughs> not get hit with bucky's nuggets you're gonna invent motorsport rascals you're gonna have fucking they're gonna start jerry-rigging their their rascals so they don't get hit there's gonna be nos tanks on these bad boys and before you know it there's just rascal
1: nascar oh yeah this is america you're not gonna see that anywhere else in the world man Oh, uh, maybe Australia. Australia. will do it for maybe. free. They'll yeah, do... can I? <laughs> <laughs> do, do, wait.
3: If you uh, cuz I I spent 6 months with the Australian army and I found my people down there. Like it was the perfect amount of like education meets rat yeah. like uh trailer oh, park. Fun.
1: But Natasha, Natasha's Australia.
3: Okay, perfect. So you know, have you heard Dingo yeah. say no duff RoboCop or like have you heard about that?
1: So I don't think so, Oh
3: my god, no. it's beautiful I and I want it so bad. So no Duff means no lie. It's like no shit, no lie. And it's a radio transmission for the army. And so they'll say okay. no Duff, which means no lie. And uh, RoboCop is a bet where if like no lie, I bet my RoboCop hair. And if you lie and you can't do it, like like no Duff, I can bench Paris 300. No Duff RoboCop, I can God. bench 315 pounds. If you can't, you got to shave your head like RoboCop. And so you end up with oh, wow. a fucking Murphy. like
1: Murphy, his friends call him Murphy.
3: Yeah, and so it's so great, and they're the best. And now we have a podcast with Dingo, and it's gonna be awful. I can already tell it's gonna get shut down.
1: <laughs> no, we we have this we have this saved in our soundboard. Oh no! That's uh, my Australian um, someday probably cousin saying, "Oh no!" Oh He's no! The best.
2: Oh uh, no! no. Uh, 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 uh,
3: like fuck. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We have New Zealand guys in the Discord, but they don't like it when I say "arnar." <laughs> like...
1: No, yeah, they do it a little different and a lot louder. Yeah. Mm, yes. Oh, and, God. and I think so it's fine. I don't think they're upset about that. Can I ask you a question about uh Americans and Australians? Go for it. I thought about this today. I was like, I think if I can remember to ask him, and then we started talking about Aussies. Do you think that there is like, and so you know, I've traveled quite a bit. You've clearly lived all over the world interacted with different cultures yeah. and but you've also seen that you've also seen the, <laughs> interacted you've seen the commonal, <laughs> commonalities amongst like humanity right mm-hmm. do you think there's another country other than Australia that would fart in their hand and smear it on their brother's face like Ooh, yeah. I, I struggle with uh, yeah. Brit doing that a <laughs> no. German certainly would. well no. they'll do it when they get old enough but not like to their brother <laughs> <laughs>
3: the only other people I can see doing stuff like that are the Baltics, like Estonia, Mm. Latvia, Lithuania, maybe (laughs) maybe Poland. And it, cause it's like, Australia is like the rednecks. Like they're like our Georgia, Louisiana, stuff like that. Like always just out there in the wilderness and it wants to kill them. So they have to survive type thing. And like the Baltics, cause I've served with them too. And they're, they're awesome. They're so great. Um, they are. They're like the redneck version of like Finland, Sweden, and Norway. It's like you meet those people and yeah. they're like, you're such beautiful, intelligent, articulate people. And you. Know, they're like, yeah, don't go to the Baltics. And then you meet the Baltics <laughs> and it's like, it's like Russia touch the like Norway, Finland, and Sweden. It's just uh. like, and they, like, we don't believe in deodorant. We are, they, we still believe in the Nordic gods. That guy, like they were like, all over the place. Like the the shortest Lithuanian was my size, and like oh, wow. <laughs> I'm I'm five ten, two hundred pounds, and that was the,
1: that was like come. the That's smallest so dude. Huh? That makes sense.
3: Yeah. No, they, then they they're
1: good at basketball, it's not in soccer. It's weird.
3: <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird that they like basketball. Yeah. It's so yeah, they it's would so they would fart in like no, so when uh, they switched Lithuanian soft teams, um, one of the dudes came in, and uh, go ahead. What you got.
1: Is this the well story? The what? What? Who? Where were oh, we from? Oh,
3: that the that was my buddy, the one who's my size, who like basically tried to drop a bomb on himself and then he blew up. the yes. yeah. he I, Right, right,
1: right. Yeah,
3: yeah. He was Lithuanian. They, they all. Yeah. I got. That's who gave me my my last medal because I got turned down for a bronze star because I had two R comms with a C device, and then I got turned down for the bronze star because they're like he can't get three, and so. The other one that I got was a Navy, a chief, uh, a Navy, a NATO, like a high-end NATO medal they wanted to give me. And it got denied. I got denied by it, and a lieutenant colonel in the Lithuanian Special Forces submitted it. And he's like, fuck this. And so he went back for a week to Lithuania to go get me a medal. I was like, oh, what wow. the fuck, bro? That's and, wild. And so... Maybe. He they went, it was great because when they went to take a picture, he's like no pictures, and I'm like what? He's like you're you're forever an enemy of Russia because apparently he had he was part of their Delta Force. So I have a Lithuanian Delta Force hat patch, like the works. And so they were who are.
2: cool.
3: Uh, but he had killed and smoked like Russian agents in Lithuania, and he came back with the medal, but he came back with the second team, and this dude ducks through the doorway, and he goes I hear you're the guy, and I was like. Of what? He's like the PowerPoint guy, the guy who finds the guys to kill. I was like, yes. I was like, he's like, Oh, Cody. I was like, yeah. He's like, we're going to kill many people together. (laughs) I I, I was like, cool. And so we have like an in brief when we do like stuff like, okay, these are the Blackhawks This is like what we're looking at. And like, these are like the systems. And I, I, I tell them like, you're with me. I love the Lithuanians and the Polish. I do your PowerPoints. I help you move the aircraft and show where you're going to land. They're like, perfect. And so like, cause like the other team had already told them there's this Lieutenant here. He just loves fucking killing bad guys. He does your PowerPoints for you. He works his ass off. Just make sure he eats. He's lost like 35 pounds here. <laughs> and so does he, he get huh?
1: Does he get cranky? No, they
3: used to come in and be like, "Cody, have you eaten today?" And then they they came to to Clarksville to see me. Oh, you? I'm so yeah. Sorry. No, it was me. <laughs> 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 I I left uh 195 pounds. I came back 165. Uh oh, my mom didn't even. She's like, "What happened?" I was like, "They didn't let me off the computer." Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so my Did my. You-
1: like, huh? Did you eat cigarettes?
3: No, I didn't. I just caffeine, bro. I just got really addicted to caffeine and I just slept at like this like works. are you
1: the only person who was in the army and didn't get into dip?
3: N- my wife got into dip. I didn't. I, <laughs> my wife would dip. That's how fucking. Yeah, but yeah. but know, no, he, is, yeah. he legit walks up to the helicopter because he's so presided. He knows like, okay, this is the guy. This is the dude. And so he walks up to the helicopter and uh, I'm like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, I don't need a dog tail. And uh, which is like what you use to like link in. It's like a little lanyard you use to link oh. in to the, bo- mm. the the bottom of the black hawk so you can ride with your feet out. Um, he's like, I don't need a, a dog tail. He's like, I'm just going to link in with my dick. Mm. And like I was like, <laughs> dude was so excited. Like this was like his first deployment. And I already had like nine missions for him to go on. Like this dude was like six, eight. 275 pounds making dick jokes fart jokes slapping people just like uh, 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 like showing up like lebron james to like an easy fucking game just like, Woo. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like i get it like you're gonna go shoot five foot four afghanis and you're like a monster <laughs>
1: like wow like can you believe they let me do this like, yeah that, that was his
3: whole thought process and yeah. like Dude, they were so sad, but but yeah, that's if somebody would fart in their hand and like put it in your mouth. It's the Polish, the Lithuanians, Estonians, and Latvians. I gotta heartbeat.
1: be honest. I, I I said the Germans. I forgot about the Polish. They would yeah. like
3: it. The Germans yeah. would like it. Dude, they pay for it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right, right. Front facing, they'd say no because of the shame. <laughs> but yeah, they would find some the somewhere. But really, they I, wouldn't. My, my last name means Mister in German, so at me if you're upset about
3: that. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm gonna fart in my hand and put it in your face. They'll be like, Do you accept Apple Pay? Like, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck okay, but Venmo? Venmo? <laughs> Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But
3: you guys got anything you want to talk about or anything?
1: Because. Any questions, Alan? Do you want to? Yeah, I, I kind of do. I mean, are I've you kind of?
0: I've covered most going? of the stuff. Uh, you actually, you talked about bricks. Oh on yeah. your episodes
1: Recently,
0: talk talk to me about that a little we, bit.
1: Yeah, I think we have. So so I come well, I, if I can, Alan. i apologize. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. sorry, no. I always do this. Um, <laughs> the I think we have a common origin of Peter Zion fans mm-hmm. yeah. appreciation. Let's yeah. say fans. <laughs> Fans is a weird word because in America it means I like support this club, but in the rest of the world they're like, no, that's short for fanatic. It's yeah. like, okay, well, I'm not a fanatic for Peter Zion. Uh, anyways, he, um so coming from that perspective, and talking about you, you, you know, you mentioned it earlier. Half of everything, half of the finance sector or housing, half in the China, world.
3: No, half the world is right, going to be in Britain.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, no, not the world. Sorry. Earlier in the conversation, when you said half of the finance sector in in China is oh, 50, collapsing. Yeah, sorry, 50, 50 50% of the 50, housing 50 of the top and... ones. Yeah.
3: Sorry. Go that's ahead. what it is. Yeah.
1: Um. So, you know, having a a base layer of understanding of Peter Zion's outlook on the world. That's like, yeah, we saw this coming. China's not making it past 2030. I've heard that a million times. Uh, and it's accelerating. So it's worse than we thought. I've watched his YouTube updates. I don't just read his books. The uh, <laughs> I see that and I go, okay, well, we are better situated to get through this. It's going to be bad for us. Mm -hmm. The world's going to get worse, and it's going to get bad in a lot of pockets in different ways. Uh, In the U.S., I tend to believe we're going to ride through it. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to like what that feels like. But when you see that news from China and you say this is bad – sure it's bad but like we are on a course towards some kind of a failure or catastrophe so isn't it good to see that coming in the way that we anticipated instead of the way that's surprising
3: so like you're saying oh like, wait
1: and, thing. and take that back to BRICS. so BRICS is expanding into uh, and diluting itself into fucking argentina and until they get fucking the trump of argentina i know he's not yeah but- uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, I, I guess it's two questions. You know, they're going to bring Saudi Arabia and Iran into some kind of a union, which makes sense because it started off with what India and China. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, yeah, everybody loves each other, but it doesn't matter because from your perspective, their whole thing is undermine the dollar and it's all fine anyway. Yeah.
3: So OK, that uh, pop of Peter Zion.
1: No, I don't I
3: don't think he understands that. And that's the one thing. Uh, okay. here, here's the thing that I don't where Peter Zion fails. He's never served in an environment with those people and seen the level of tenacity and vigor and hate mm-hmm. in their, like, just their soul they have for America. Like, I mean, it. When you see 12 dudes put on body armor and think that they're going to take on an Apache gunship, there's a difference between that stupid and, okay, these guys, like, really fucking hate us, right? Like, they're, mm-hmm. like, it. it there's no winning
1: against it. You only make people do things so far, Yeah, right? right?
3: Like, I, middle of the night, the Apache has NVGs, a 30 millimeter auto cannon, which is the same gun they put on the Bradley, eight Hellfires, and two rocket pods full of flechettes, which, if you don't know what that is, that's literally rockets that explode and then take a bag, like, two, take like five boxes of nine inch nails, th- chuck them in the air, and then make them explode above your head.
1: That's a pretty hate machine. Yeah. Sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Sounds rough.
3: I could go on about flechettes. I have a story about a pilot who used to love them, and I used to give him targets all the time. I'm like, there's two shitheads right here. Just go fucking kill them. He's like,
2: fuck I'm like,
3: but uh, I used to find people for that shit. But they, they knew. They knew. And they would still go out in the middle of the night. And keep in mind, this Apache isn't like flying above, they can engage targets up to five kilometers out. And I, I, I say out this, like, go out in the middle of the night, look up and see if you could see 5K. Like, right, right. they still wanted it. They still wanted that fight. And Peter Zion, when he talks about bricks, he doesn't understand that like I can I can read it and he can read it and he sits there and he says like well this makes a sense from like an economic perspective but the political so science of it is that these countries don't really get along and the value of their dollars and like their economies doesn't really match up I'm like that's not the point the point of this uh and and I'll get to the China bit after this cuz the BRICS one gets me like heated cuz I literally just oh, had I
1: didn't a, ask you a solid question. Yeah, so no you're just,
3: good. But no, it's I like didn't. BRICS is Literally, the bet is because they they want a gold standard dollar for the third and second world. And what it's going to do is, and for those that don't understand, essentially, they can't print money. However much gold they have is however many dollars they have. It's a one for one swap. You can't do much without it. Nixon pulled us off the gold standard so he could print money and fund the war machine in Vietnam. That's like literally fucking the, the moral of the story is that we have a a money printer so that we can print more money, devalue the dollar, but essentially try to bring the economy up
1: and made us allies with Saudi Arabia.
3: Well, yeah. And then that's an economic principle as well, right? You can only trade oil for dollars and say, say what you want. Never
1: did anything wrong after that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know Saddam said he was going to switch the, to the, to the Euro and then, Gaddafi said he was going to switch to the Euro and then those two regimes fell, but let's just chill. For a Weird. Let's not correlate yeah. those things. Like, like <laughs> it wasn't Arab for oil. That Tunisian, yeah.
1: There's that Tunisian fruit seller. Why would you bring up the fucking the Euro?
3: Yeah. For, for those, that, for those that don't, don't understand this inside joke, we kill you. If you try to take your oil off the dollar, um, because essentially what we do is you can trade dollars for oil and, When, and I mentioned this on the Tobin podcast with Logistics and Life, as I said, the minute that the Swiss took their accounts from the Russians and we convinced everybody that it was okay to touch the money of dictators, that was a no no. Like you, and I had this discussion last night with a guy in the Discord. I was like, if you're a dictator and you can't have a Swiss bank account, and you can't just step away. Like America's like, you're done. We're putting somebody else in charge, or you're a capitalist. Like, if America comes in, steps in, and says, get the fuck out, you at least have your Swiss bank account. Now America's saying, you don't get shit, and mm-hmm. we can in- enact regime change. And so Saudi Arabia, as I, it's serious, but a joke, but people need to remember this. Saudi Arabia took five minutes out of their day to stop beating women and killing journalists. And they said, you know what we need to do? We may need to protect our bank accounts because anybody who disagrees with America, they're just going to shut the bank account off. And Iran is like, well, duh, (laughs) like, (laughs) (laughs) what do you think we've been fighting? And. (laughs) Right. <laughs> if you read the books Three Dangerous Men and The Russian Way of War, they talk about this. Gerasimov and Shoigu.
2: Shoigu! Shoigu! Gerasimov!
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. to the legend, Prigozhin. Uh, yeah. uh, but you, they knew uh, uh, the Libya, Iraq the the color revolutions, the Arab spring, we have changed all of these, uh, the last 30 years, how many regime changes have we enacted? Because we felt like it. Now we know we can get the Swiss to turn off the bank accounts. We can turn off all this money. So all these countries, it's not about economics. It's not about politics. It's literally about anything, but that like it's, mm-hmm. it's anything but America. And we are seeing it that like six of the nine countries in OPEC are already with like team bricks, baby because they're and, and that's that's a big deal. I mean, 6 of the OPEC's done. They're done with the dollar. And so it's just going to plummet. And I've said this last night, um if you lost 10% of the GDP of America, bodies would be in the streets tomorrow. People would be shooting each other. Nobody's ever done that before. Like this is Great Depression 2.0. If you lose 10% of the economy in any of the BRICS countries, it's a Monday. They, they like, they, uh, Hmm. oh no, we're poor looks around mud hut. I I didn't know we were rich. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like it, it doesn't matter. And and so if they're willing to go toe to toe at, at war with us and we have a money printer and they have a gold standard and basically the guys who hold the line on our economic front is the federal reserve Deutsche Bank fucking name a hedge fund. That's who they're coming for. And they're just going to, why fight? They can just transfer to Bricks bucks and bail and leave us. And then we're just left with the money printer. And I firmly believe that if they can, the only thing they have to do is go look. And it was the president of, it's the country just North of Ethiopia, West of, uh,
1: Oh yeah. I'm great on African geography. You're nailing it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Uh, hold on. Is it Eritrea? Yeah. I, I think it is true. Exactly. Yeah, he literally looked yeah. at Putin. He said the Americans don't manufacture shit. They're just a banking yeah. system. I don't care what we have to do, end it. And so, they don't care. It's literally and that's the thing that Peter Zion is overlooking is that 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 hate. I used to have a judo and wrestling BJJ coach tell me that. He's like, you never want to go and find fight and and Mike Tyson about his son. You can't make a fighter out of a rich kid. But you can make go to the ghetto find you a mike tyson find you some disgruntled latin white from the trailer park detroit ghetto black whatever you can find them here in america and turn them into a fighter there's literally entire countries of people like that
1: it's the story Mm. of empires there's the regional you become sort of a big deal in your region then you win some regional conflict you become the superpower that has a lifespan that things in our modern time are accelerated. You know, I heard you in the last episode talking about the idiots that compare the American empire to Rome and <laughs> largely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. But I I tend to say fine, that's a fine comparison, but you have to accept that things that took decades then happen in about a year here. Like we just go through it so fast right now. I
3: would I would say it's that...
1: years it could be a 500 year empire.
3: When it comes to that Rome argument to clear like not to... But it's, it's oh, usually yeah. what they say is like...
1: It is. It usually is an ignorant person. Yeah, it's
3: like one sentence, and it's like, well, let's unpack that because, like, if you've ever read the the, the fall of Rome, it's like, like you said, it's like a two hundred fifty years. It's all these multiple things, and then you try it, to. You ha-
1: can just. Look at the, you can just look at the Republic period. I mean, I yeah. I don't include anything post Caesar. At honestly, you can end it at Sulla yeah. and call that like the Republic period of Rome. But sure, you can. I mean, it's right to end it with Augustus and Caesar, but you know that period that's to me rome mm-hmm. the that if you're going to compare anything to the united states it's 500ish years of roman history that yeah with technology and the way that things happen globally and speed things up these days you could do that in a real 100 year century one and a half
2: mm-hmm.
3: and they yeah but the the last part of your question the the 50 the top 50 the top 50 real estate uh Producers in China all just defaulted on loans, uh, mm-hmm. which means they got like a 30 degree period to pay that shit off. But it's a form of economic warfare because those loans are American. They're Canadian. They're, they're, right. bur- they're British. European. Yeah. And they use those loan payments to pay for other things. And as far as we are stretched now, we were talking about grocery bills and everything like that. If you don't have that loan payment coming in how many other it's like the dominoes they're going to fall. And like I said, it, if China, if China's economy collapses, they're not going to feel it. The rich might, the, the vast majority, 95, 90% of them will figure it out. And they know how to figure it out. If we fall, we don't know how to figure that out. How many people have chickens? How many people have a vegetable garden? Like that's the level of fall. I mean, I'm, I'm saying like, and i'm not trying to get all prepper on you it's just <laughs> no, it's just can no, you... I, mean, I
1: think about it all the time the fact that i still haven't bought a fucking generator makes me so mad oh, like dude every time winter comes i'm like god damn it i didn't buy another generator <laughs> yeah i
3: and i, I mean that's the, my my and I, I say that too because my my grandmother uh my dad's mom was in the great depression she lived to be like 95 and she had a vegetable garden. She knew how to fish. She knew how to do all that stuff. And she was like, I grew up in, on cloth diapers and yeah. and like, yeah.
1: made baby from the garden. And
3: yeah. and she used to say all the time, she's like, if we have an and and she was scarred from the Great Depression. Like Republican people would call her and be like, I'm a liberal for life, and just throw the phone <laughs> and like and so, but yeah, and and so it. it she was just amazed. She's like, you don't know how to farm. You don't know how to hunt. You don't know how to, cause like she was that poor and it's not about like surviving. It's just about like, there's going to be a depression period. There's going to be a recession period. Americans can't yeah. handle that. Bricks can. And they, they are, they're going to handle it. And if it takes them five years, 10 years or 15 years being poor at they they, my favorite thing. And I hate using it as like a, it's like a tactic that I always put, I want to be in, right. If I'm me as a person, is that the IRA saying when, uh, they, they tried to kill Margaret Thatcher and she said, you have to be right. Every time we just got to get yep. right once.
2: What? <laughs> and
3: so I, I always put myself when I'm planning military operations or like economic or anything, I'm like, who's in that position. Bricks, Bricks is in that position. They don't have to, we, America has to be right every year, time after time after time. We have to figure out the oil. We have to figure out the food. We have to figure out all this stuff. Bricks just needs one domino to fall for this, this sand castle we have for an economy to work and they can wait. They or like the Taliban said, you may have the watches, but we got all the time in the world. Like oh. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're just going to wait.
1: And I, the, now, how much of that, though, is a couple of things, though, The those are largely countries that are ran by one person or a party. So you're describing the people's will. And that's the that's the way that's being dictated as the people's will. And also the second thing I'm classic at is not remembering my second thing. So why don't you say <laughs> <that? laughs>
3: so. So it's like, you know, they're dictatorships. How long can that last?
1: Right? Like, and or, or how well does that represent the person there? Oh, it, right? doesn't, like, it doesn't that doesn't matter. China, <laughs> CCTV, right? They're stuck. Yeah. Well, I love Well, it doesn't matter until it doesn't exist. You ever, you ever held it? And, an, and like if you got this whole gold standard off of 30% of the yeah. world's gold, how is that going to be a thing?
3: I mean, it, you ever felt an AK? You ever felt that? Like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's That's an awesome bad. firearm. It's got this like the wood furniture feels crisp. It's a little jiggly, but that I feeling thought. of the bolt riding back and then forward, it's like that shunk. You're like, oh man, that is just, you, that that feels They're good. They're
1: the AK of the world. Yeah, right? there's, no, it's, team. no,
3: what I'm saying is like, it's really hard to have a, an opinion on the other end of that thing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, and the other thing is like, somebody said, well, like, the dollar's backed by the United States military. Haha. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? In- invade fucking. East Africa, Mozambique, Somalia, like we're, we're switching. You're going to go invade Saudi Arabia. You're going to invade the middle East again for regime change because they're isn't, switching. Doesn't
1: Peter you know, like, Zion's take more of like the value of the soft power of it though. That like at the end of the day, how invested is India in seeing China succeed at this? Cause if this organization is largely China's desires, like you're gonna tell me the guy that wants to be the Dragon Emperor isn't also because like you look at the history of China like I'm sure mm-hmm. you're familiar with the of step people in China and the emperors of China not the step people of China the step although that existed but like how how regional powers and then unification oh look China unified oh look China unified it hasn't quite happened in the right way that under one person in a while it's about due and I think someone thinks they are right for that how does that fit in a place that also includes Argentina and Iran
3: I I mean it's like kind of like this like if you if me, you, Alan, and like seven other random dudes from the College of Vanderbilt, like here, let's say this: you, you go, you two go to the local college, pick four liberal liberal arts majors, and you say, "Hey, I got my buddies. My buddy Cody is coming. He's an army vet. He's a former judoka who was at the international level. He's a BJJ national champion, uh, special operations combatives program, and." we're going to get in a room with him and we're going to fight all of Mm. us freestyle. What's the first thing all of you are going to agree on. First one to go is Cody's got to die, right? Like (laughs) it doesn't matter about Dustin or Alan or any of that. The first thing that's going to happen is like, I don't care what the fuck happens after Cody, but Cody's got to go like, and so the thing is, is like India and Russia and all these countries. and, And I think that's something that like, we saw in Eritrea, like he was literally saying like, they, they gotta go. Like they gotta, cause we can fight each other later. America's gotta go. And I think that's what India and China are saying is like, you know, we have these border disputes. We have some economic ties. We have these things going on. And I bet what India is thinking is like, okay, look, every time, exactly like you say, the dragon emperor falls, they, they go down. The first thing that happens and it's almost a meme is like China gained a new leader. One million people died. Like, there's never a soft mm. change of power in China, yeah. and I'm pretty yeah. sure Iran—or not Iran, but India—is like, okay, look, if America's not here,
1: and, we know China's gonna fall. And we know
3: we just to wait China right. out, right? We can play right.
1: with that. But if, well, why not? Why not be willing to just? I mean, guys, I feel like it's just as likely that they would say, or we can do this thing, but at the end, we're gonna partner economically with America's interest. And you know, I just I feel like it doesn't end as like you're right that that like yeah, the first thing everyone's gonna agree on is Cody has to die. But in reality, like three of those nine people or however whatever our number is are gonna go, yeah, but if we just outrun him, we'll live too. And then your whole plan falls well, apart. Well it's, that's the other seven. thing,
3: right? Is you got those cheese dicks in the back who are like, Okay, Dustin and Alan are committed to killing Cody. Yeah. But Alan's okay, a pretty not- big told- Alan's a pretty big dude. So if I let Alan go first and then I'm like kinda in the dog pile and then my knife just kind of slips through alan's throat like they are not the first ones in. they're the mm. second ones in like oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like i'll put a <laughs> couple hands on cody yeah, totally
0: on team but yeah. my,
3: my hand's gonna be on alan's throat though right like yeah. gonna, you know i'm gonna be dying but alan's gonna be like why well, like, am <laughs> i woozy like feel weird over here it's it's yeah. yeah and i i honestly think that a lot of it has to do with culture and acceptance as you talk about like Campaigning principles of like diplomacy, information, military, and economic, I, and this is a really shitty thing to say, but I think that most people would understand it, especially Indians. If you ask them, is like at the end of the day, or you side with America, are you really their friend? Are they really gonna understand right. your culture that you don't kill cows? That you're like you're right. still an Indian. Right? Show Bob's in Vagine. Um
2: <laughs> see?
3: See? <laughs> Got him. They're not gonna Yeah. And so it's 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 easy. And but for countries like Japan and South Korea, who are our friends, they are accepted into us. Like I say, the Marine every Marine either watches anime or has a waifu body pillow. Mm. Like they are accepted and it takes a while to become accepted as a culture into the West and America. And then there's a little give and take, right? Like, you know, y- you got to put on deodorant. I'm going to watch anime. <laughs> you eat beef and I eat ramen noodles. Like if there's a little bit of culture exchange that needs to happen. And most of these countries and don't. They don't they or they don't want it, and that's the other thing that comes with it is like ESG scores, right? How liberal are you? What about LGBTQ rights? What about women's rights? What about all these things? And that's why I say, like, you're not going to convince Saudi Arabia or Eritrea to or Iran to stop hanging LGBTQ people in the public square to yeah. accept a billion dollar loan, they're va- we
1: just we just but we can still at some point coexist with them by saying, we're going to say we don't like you doing that, but not get in the way of you doing it. Just treat them like we do Israel. Like, you know, not that they do. <laughs> <Yeah, support right. laughs> you hate a lot of what you do, but you're our best friend. Yeah, um, the, the, I still feel like ultimately, though, there's this thing where people will, ah, oh, man, I actually, I had a thought and I lost it. I apologize. I thought it was coming. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Why don't you say what you're thinking? Oh,
3: no, I, I was about to say, how do you, but how do you win you you get you stop the ESG crap you stop the the oh. that you stop the liberal uh, uh, <laughs> I have a are, are you, I, I'll save that for the not, discord but you uh, you yeah. have a liberalism and these social values cannot come into the right away right uh, three cups of tea. Or, you know, you gotta, you gotta talk to these people, you gotta work with them. And it it takes a long time. We
1: we said these things out loud that you're not saying when we went into Iraq, we said, like a lot of people said, I don't think that the people of, you know, like, I I understood that Baghdad was a modern city. I'm not ignorant to that. But like, the people of Iraq, were not ready for us to say, yeah, but you guys are going to have, you know, the Western American democracy overnight, like it just, we like, it seemed foolish at the time. And then we're like, yeah, but we're kind of committed so
3: it's one of those things that people don't uh like so like special forces like most people think that those dudes just kick in doors and shoot people in the face which is true now but um when it was first originated the idea was that these guys were supposed to go in assimilate be with these cultures they spoke perfect languages my dad speaks perfect egyptian and they work with them and they fight through them, right? Like 12 dudes are supposed to become a battalion, like fucking a thousand plus dudes. And they train them and they, they work through them and they know the culture and they lead them to victory. But the problem is, is that politicians and businessmen and generals who are basically half politician, half soldier get involved. And they make these quick, snappy decisions that look good. Like, if you think about that, I just said we have to raise a battalion of soldiers. And, like, every man has always done it, or kid... Boy whatever they've always thought about becoming I want to be a Prigozhin. I want my mercenary army actually think about Mm -hmm. that for a minute how much body armor how much guns how much training it takes months to make a soldier so the idea was for Afghanistan is that we were going to go in and in 12 months we were going to have this good fighting force of Northern Alliance Pashtun Afghans fighting the Mm -hmm. Taliban take it back and we work with them, and we work with them, and and it's massaging those things. There's a book called Three Cups of Tea, and it's about that. You know, you don't just immediately go into business, and if you want those relationships, it's it's a lot. And, and the beauty of that beast is the British. They are excellent at that. They get involved. Um, even their mercenaries in Baghdad, Iraq, they weren't like Blackwater. Blackwater was shooting people in, in the face and asking questions later, whereas. The British mercenary groups were, you know, they were integrated into the, the populace. They they treated them nicely. They spoke Arabic. They worked with the populace, and it's, in it, well, it's, they learn they learn, um, yeah.
1: Dividing, dividing and conquering to. It know, took a build. long
3: time with the empire, but we got it right, lad. Let me like fucking, but <laughs> a little bit of you know, hey, colonialism has its perks, I, I guess. Um, you get real good at war. Um, but, and that's something that's like, I, God forbid, I say this, the liberal. Agenda, the liberal mind does work, but it doesn't work like they think it does. You can't force LGBTQ plus women's rights and stuff like that on this culture. You're going to have to deal with, and this may be from example, uh, an individual breaking an AK on the back of some dude's head because he touched a supply cache. You know that that happens, or you know beatings and rapings. And I mean, there was that Green Beret who shot a guy for raping a, a, a small boy in Afghanistan they're called chai boys. It's a thing. And you have to, it's like, we can't assault that problem. Now we got to work, on other things, but maybe we push that guy to the side and we don't work with him, who's you know raping small children, small boys, and we push him over there. We don't give him assistance because if we intercept that culture, you can change a culture and do these things. It just it's turning yeah. of the dials it slow. Time. Yes, yeah.
1: It will, and, and yeah, and That's and the whole three cups of tea means, right? Yeah, it's taking the right. time to
3: many many meetings and and right. Right. so like the liberal agenda then,
1: that involves stuff we mentioned earlier that we don't have time for pragmatism, you know. Betray- <laughs> The, whole <laughs> yeah. off of the well, environment, right? Yeah. Like, well, the
3: thing is, it's is like,
1: like that it's a trolley problem. You're gonna have to make a bad decision, but like you're trying to accomplish an overall objective, and you can't let your principles get in the way of
0: yeah. You pick, you pick the 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 best worst the best bad outcome. Yeah, yeah. and yeah,
3: Americans aren't known for taking their time, and it, it, yeah. it, it's it's a cultural thing, and it's what's really 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 bad is you had like, and this is my dad was completely trained up on that. He had trained the Kuwaiti army after the Gulf war and, you know, trained them up to be, uh, an army. He had trained other middle Eastern countries like Jordan. Jordan now has a f- superb special operations. They have a special operations training center in Jordan. It's one of the best in the world, uh, started in the nineties. It took them years to do that. But like my, in my dad has said it like it, you got them. They moved the goalpost every time. It was like, okay, we get there, and it's like, just beat the Taliban. And then they're like, wait, 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 wait. They beat women. Women need the right to vote. Women need education. And so it's like, why am I building a fucking? And we leave, school? and we're
1: like, but all these schools, yeah. <laughs> women I don't remember that being what we said in two thousand one. Yeah. Remember something else? I remember this being important. Don't hear me wrong. Yeah. Well, but what I it,
3: it, and what and the unknown fact about that is that what actually happened was. During this time, you had these leaders playing with special forces and throwing them cookies. And I can go down this rabbit hole because I was in the room when uh, it, basically MARSOC, Marine Special Operations Command, replaced fifth group in the Middle East. It was this, oh, it was a big day. But the, the thing was, is, okay, we're going to spin these dials. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, we're just going to be quick. We're going to be real quick. In and out. Five minutes. You know, home home by Christmas, boys. And it was like, okay, well... We have dudes patrolling, but who's going to kick in these doors? And so special forces slowly shifted from like doing these things to kicking in doors and shooting in people in the face. They were really, when it started, they were there to do force multiplication and build these places up. My dad, when 2001 happened, probably spoke a perfect Egyptian. By the time we left Afghanistan, almost every Green Beret team had interpreters because they couldn't speak Pashtun at all. Wow. Hmm. They had lost the ability. And so yeah. what, and wow. I, I, I look yeah, at that. Do
1: do that in the same battle or in the same war, excuse me. Yeah. 20 years, 20 years. Is all how do t- you lose that? I'm sorry. How? You shouldn't you reinforce that, though? Am no. I am I not following it, you? You the
3: the thing that happened was those snappy decisions and what looked good. And we spread out too thin and people wanted results and they wanted numbers. Uh General Miller, who was in charge when I was there, turned the Afghan war into a war of attrition. And if you don't know what that means, we basically were counting how many Taliban HVT we killed. I, I, this yeah. sounds a lot like
1: what we learned about Vietnam.
3: No, right, we didn't right? learn shit. <laughs> we didn't learn shit. I <laughs> like mean, you
1: could have said Westmoreland. Yeah, West. It's like I, I have talked.
3: It's, it is. He was Westmoreland. And what's even funnier is that Miller, uh, after Afghanistan fell, he retired and he went to go work for Sig, who now owns yeah. all the contracts for the small arms yeah. of the military. They won all three contracts, and wow. uh, but. He turned it into a war of attrition. And when people sit there and they say like, man, Cody, what did you do in Afghanistan? Well, one of the soft units I worked with was Ranger Regiment and they do three month deployments. I was there for nine. So I got to meet third battalion, second battalion, first battalion. They killed 9000 HVTs over the course of nine months while I was there. Just that soft branch. And they were proud of it. They, count, they counted the numbers and that was just them. That's not including Navy SEALs, Marines, the Polish, the Lithuanians, how many people we just used a drone on and stuff like that. It was a numbers game. And that's why like to roll it back to your question, like, can we take on bricks? They're playing the long game. They're playing the game of sit, wait and find out because they're too short sighted to, to, to think about this shit. We don't we can't build these countries up. We've lost the capability. All we think about are short-term gains. I mean, look at venture ca- it's basically venture capitalism. Just show me the growth. And most Americans don't have the ability to sit wait and build something and it's it's their nature. I mean, I I have this discussion with my wife all the time about like raising or having kids is like Americans just kick their kids out of the house at 18. Meanwhile, every other Second and third world country. The kid usually either lives in the house or they they work at the family business, and it builds up and up and up, and like the the, the generational wealth just increases, right? Like there was one guy who said. The dad may own the, the Euro shop, but then the son goes and makes a, a dry cleaning place. And then the dad dies and he owns a Euro shop and he owns a dry cleaning place. And then he has some cousins come work and it and it grows and it grows. And but in America, No,
1: oh, but you don't understand it's the American dream. I go just, get my own house yeah. and I start my own family where I kick my kid out at eighteen. And all you have to do is think of a few generations of that. And you're like, wait, this <laughs> doesn't uh, yeah and, it, it, it is not unlimited supply there and right? then
3: you sit and you fucking wonder why we're looking around and we're like oh yeah none of us have generational wealth okay. and none of us want to have kids because all they literally are according according to our culture is a financial burden and
1: right <laughs> i mean yeah you're not wrong so what do you think alan like that it, it feels like there's an economic response to what you're talking about though because like that's the like socio or what so, yeah socio side of it but the socio-economical like don't don't i feel like at the end of the day because of the 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 divergent nature of capitalism and the many options that you come to find out where the true like success of the market teaches you Uh, of a situation that you get from capitalism, as opposed to you said earlier that they all um, they have to they only have to be right once. Well, yeah, but they have to be right. And they have to guess right based on the way they run their systems. And, and they have to do that in unison. Whereas I I mean I don't know I feel like economically I don't know that that's because at the end of the day can't people just go to the bank and pull out all their bricks bucks and transfer it into whatever currency they want to like and and then that undermines the whole thing and then China still even with all of bricks doesn't have a majority of the world's gold supply or if they do it we would have the other plurality
3: yeah yeah no, we, we we do and I I think that the the other thing that I haven't mentioned and you brought kind of brought it up is they'll outwork us. We're what are we doing? We're about to do four-day work weeks. We don't want manufacturing jobs. We don't want hard labor. I mean, the envy of every person is to work four hours from home as a project manager and make a hundred thousand dollars, right? Like, there's no shame in it. Don't we all want that job? Um, just you know. And but the thing is, is like they're the ones making the manufacturing. They're the ones pulling the twelve-hour shifts at the fucking you know the Nike manufacturing joint down there in mexico or wherever you know we're what i think what they'll do is they'll cut us off and then we're gonna have to find people to run our factories because we're a nation of consumers not producers how many people do you know are gonna take a sweatshop job at the new mexico nike outlet right like they're just gonna (laughs) they're just gonna cut us off they're gonna be like you know what hey screw and and russia is amazing proof of that they figured out how to get what they need while being economically challenged like basically imprisoned and they're getting it and they're figuring it out and it's barely hurt them. Uh, I, I think that they will and they'll manufacture for each other and they'll, they'll work hard for each other and they're going to build it, build it, build it up and they're just going to leave us alone. They're just going to that's it. Like you, we're going to have to figure out. And Peter Zions mentioned this. He's like, we're going to have to turn to Mexico.
1: Yeah, but no, I, I, mean, I yeah. have a response to what you're saying. It's we'll, you're saying, but uh, all I'd say is everything you just said is they'll try, and yeah. I think the response is we'll do that regionally, yeah. and it will, things will be more expensive and life will be but, harder. And I'm not looking forward to it. I would, it, yeah,
3: and most Americans won't be able to take it, and I'm gonna buy bricks bucks because I don't believe that our economy will, will make it. But I mean, the only thing I would say to Peter Zion saying. You know, we can, you know, Mexico can be our manufacturing hub is man. If you told me that China had all of its manufacturing in Mongolia and I had all of first special forces group to go to Mongolia and train up the Mongolian cartels and just wreck havoc on that manufacturing and the American, like they're going to send so many Chinese advisors to the cartels and the fentanyl the heroin i mean north korea is one of the biggest producers of heroin and uh all those drugs for the black market and hacking if all of our shits in mexico and they already have an armed guerrilla insurgency down there who just cares about one thing money oh man it's good you could send anybody in there with a bag of fat cash and some aks and just change the economic outlook of america overnight and it would be with a mexican label like mexican cartel label
1: so when peter zion talks about the last 70 years being the order like the sort Mm -hmm. of u.s led order of the of the of global interaction it's almost like because of that ability we've just built this up so damn high that we're like, oh yeah, we forgot like how chaotic this is in nature that yeah. we've harnessed, and once the like interconnectedness comes out of it, it's such a topple. You
3: you got to do it. I mean, that's that's kind of we made a post about that on. Uh... Kitbagger, I did because I watched Master and Commander, and you read the book The
1: Savage Wars. Yeah, because a- it was on. Like you're fuck. Master Commander's on. No, I
3: got road. it. I got it on YouTube for. I, I have like all the sweet '90s films uh, for going nice. on like flights. So like the Patriot, Master and Commander, uh, pl- uh,
1: uh, Hunt for the Red October,
3: Platoon, Red October. Oh man, Sean Connery films, Platoon. Yeah, yeah. and so Gage
1: <laughs> Captain
3: Winners fuck the prom, Corian. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. That's kind of the thing, right? And I, I don't. I've kind of been shitting on like the left, but I would say like there is a proper way to bring liberal morals and values into this, and there's a proper way to bring conservative values and morals into this, and they work hand in hand in tandem. But the one thing you can't forget is we didn't get here by shaking babies and kissing hands. We got here by brutally murdering people who stepped near us and said no we're building the American empire oh you want bananas to be cost a lot for Ch- oh we're going to send <laughs> the first marine division
1: to squash you <laughs> like that's how it goes people give Chiquita way too much credit for that I'm like I think you forgot about the CIA and, <laughs> yeah yeah, people it, with
3: guns. yeah I mean <laughs> and it it is and what's really sad is that I would love for somebody to figure it the fuck out, uh, that, you know, Hey, maybe extreme action and extreme violence is required, but it's kind of hard to brief that. And the people who, you know, and we're not kind of, our military doesn't want that anymore. We're kind of banking on the fact that we think technology is going to outwork good soldiering. You know, why do we need good soldiers and hard soldiers that instead we have high Mars high Mars will do kill a lot of bad Russians. We don't need good soldiers. I mean, my my best friend's dad, who is, I count as like a second father, he was a fantastic guy. He was in the 160th uh, Special Operations Aviation Regiment as a crew chief and was awarded uh, the Bronze Star for combat operations many times. He got in the Army because they told him, prison or the Army? And <laughs> he was not a good dude. And yeah, so wow,
1: that was my cousin. He got a choice and went Marines, yeah. yeah.
3: that's who's That's who's there. I mean, and so... We don't have that anymore. We don't have people willing to go and do that extreme violence to remind them that America is the the number one empire. And I've said it on Alkanes 2's podcast. um, I've seen what China is willing to do. They did go and operate in Afghanistan. They are willing to do what it takes to be number one on the military front. So check that box. And then they've got the economic box. Check that. And then diplomacy is... yeah they'll figure it out, you know, and we'll put, tell you what, not a check, I'll put an equals sign, they're figuring it out, but diplomacy and information and intelligence, that's still up in the air, and so hmm. it, it's not, look, it, if I had to bet, I wouldn't bet on us, that's the, the sad thing, and I don't say well, that because I'm some disgruntled vet who's like, this new generation, I say that because
1: that.
3: I hate bankers. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> like,
1: well, I, we, can we talk about We talk a lot about like marketplaces resolving things and, you know, in a sense there there's a marketplace of persuasion at the end of that. Ultimately there's warfare and you say you want to see a resolution to this. It seems like there's going to be a lot of friction in the next decade, at least
3: China won't do it. That why that's kind of like, if you've, why, why fight when you're already economically strangling the person? Oh, I'm sorry. Right? I, I actually yeah.
1: wasn't seeing much difference in that. When you talk about sending advisors into Mexico, that's kind of what I'm referring to.
3: Oh no, that doesn't count. As, that doesn't. Yeah. That, that's the best part about that job I was in. Like that was like it's it's like slapping somebody in the back of the head, but still being like on the other side of the room. And it's right, like, it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it doesn't matter. Uh. That's like, like a kid just ah wasn't me like <laughs> like fucking I know it was you like no nope. <laughs> like sort of, sort of, there's no difference between like sensitive activity operations and stuff like that and like what you did to your older brother as a kid <laughs> like it's just spitballs. Putting in your head, party yeah. in your face, yeah, yeah spitballs. <laughs> hey, like come
0: that. full
1: circle. Doesn't count. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got so many other things I want to ask you. I don't think we got time to talk about lasers um Besmanov, I don't know your, oh, your what I'm, current favorite he is.
3: I'll answer one more because you
1: like is Obama gray? Gray? No. Is it gray or yeah? yeah well, everybody says but it's Obama just... gay, and I'm like, well, I think the real question is that man appeared gray to me while oh. he was president. That's <laughs> <Nah.
3: laughs> so. My dad bet me a hundred bucks. He's like, Michelle Obama is going to run for president in 2024. I was like. Really? I was like, I'm taking you up on that bet, but I feel bad. Yeah, be- I'll take
1: that bet. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like you took that bet and then you set up this whole psyop about Big uh, <laughs> Mike and Obama, his love letters, and his gay sex. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I wish.
1: I'm uh, gonna win that hundred bucks. I don't fucking care.
3: <laughs> if I'm if I'm doing any sign up right now, it's to fight the Azerbaijanis and the Instagram. Like uh, that's fighting,
1: another one uh, I was like, we uh, definitely uh, don't uh, have time for that. Uh, my um, only thing that is like every two months after have to rewatch the same 30 minute YouTube video to wrap my head around what's going on with Armenia and Azerbaijan.
3: Uh well I I don't want to talk too much about it, but we do have a guy, the cognitive high. Uh yep. he's, Armenian. Yeah, he's Armenian. Yeah. He's Armenian. Uh Andrew, I love him uh yeah but he, he was on right was yeah yeah he was on yeah and episode, right? he explained it but he was like hungover. but he's in the discord and he talks all the time and i've gone through tons of youtube and i understand it so much that like uh you'll probably catch me in glendale california like you fucking <laughs> azerbaijani fucks! <fox!" laughs> like some dude got in an argument with me in the comment section he's like artesh is azerbaijani and i'm like then why is there a 1500 year old church there you're in you're a muslim you're gonna say that you left a church there for 1500 years
2: <laughs>
3: make that make sense like yeah. isis conquered territory and they didn't let shit live for three minutes <laughs> oh you're buddhist we're literally uh, uh, yeah uh, literally a religion of neutrality isis nope boom <laughs> like, smash <laughs> smash yeah smash like no that that church is that that church hasn't been there 1500 no no like get the fuck out of here like i'm i'm
2: yeah (laughs) yeah this is a shitty
3: side but (laughs) no i was gonna explain real quick um so bezmanov the guy who uh it's like perestroika not perestroika yeah uh, yeah
1: i don't i don't buy him i think i don't i know i don't know nothing about it and you do so i want to i want to say yeah so you, you, you're too compartmentalized. Why would he claim to know all that? I feel like he's like, I can get on TV. I'm American. Ah, Look at me. Yeah. So like la, there's, la, la,
3: la. that's the guy who believes in like, uh, information warfare, right? The guy who like breaks it down yeah. and says like, we're changing you slowly and articulately. Yeah. And so an
1: interview on 1983.
3: Yeah. And so he's, he's, he's dead on you. You, he's definitely the... I know
1: he's right. I'm saying he can't be talking about an actual program. Nobody would tell one person all of that.
3: Yeah. No, 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 no. So like, that's kind of the thing, right? Like I'm where I was in the department of things. It's like, I wasn't doing any of the, the cool guy spy shit. I helped with it. So like I'm, my fingers are like, All like the the CIA agent who gets on like the the big he's like uh half black he's got like long black uh black hair and a beard and he's been on the Sean Ryan show. He's
0: I know you're talking about.
3: Yeah, he's like a legit operative, so he he knows a ton of stuff. I was behind that, like I was way up and back in the like in the bleachers, but I could (laughs) see everything that was going. And so. He was, So you're saying
1: Bezmanov doesn't have to have been briefed on all of it. No, he can he, say I've seen the whole thing and I can tell that's what's happening.
3: Yeah, he 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 knows what's going on to the left and right, kind of what's up behind him when and he, stuff that's like that. So
1: definitively as if he knows it like it was taught to him. That's the thing where I, I just kind of yeah. I I mean, what what's different than what we presumed from what he says? So so the thing is is like when you
3: when he's talking about that, it's like if I were to hand you like the platoon level guide to how to run an infantry platoon, you'd be like, well, half the shit doesn't make sense. You hand it to a guy like me, I can pick it up and I can understand. Same thing with like MISO Cell, PSYOPs, civil affairs and special forces. I'm working there. I know what's going on in the ballpark. You hand me a manual. I pick it up. I read it. I'm like, oh, so there, there, that guy's this, 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 this. So he knows. He knows what he's talking about. And he, he definitely understands. So like if you were to hand him a KGB, like, Hey, we found this when the Berlin wall fell in Poland, what's this saying? he's like, Oh yeah, shit. That, that was Trevor. That's what Trevor was working on. Like, <laughs> uh, Hey Trevor. And he's like, shut up, bitch. Like, like, Oh, <laughs> like, and so I'm sure he, he 100% knows. And it's one of those things like the only people who are compartmentalized and the guys that make me giggle a shit ton is there's this one American who was turned spy for, the USSR and he's like, Putin's not a real spy. I was the real spy. I was here in America. Like, dude, you were a puppet. So like when you think about these operations and you do these things, you never send the agents into the country unless something big is happening or you're trying to set up rings. The guys who do shit puppets, puppets on a string. Like uh, oh, we need you to blow up this dam, or we need you to blow up this power station, or or
1: something expendable, someone or, expendable,
3: or here's fifty dollars. Set fire to California and Italy, or whatever. Puppets on a string, for,
1: but right? For, re- for plausible deniability, too, like yeah. so that you. Yeah.
3: Well, if he gets captured, who gives a fuck? Like
1: you, right, yeah. it's an
3: American right. dying spying on Americans. Yeah. It's like, hey. like, and they so they don't
1: want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and so you, I I can't talk about it much, but. It, it gets weird and it gets very unethical quick cuz it's like yeah, how clearly. much like it's how much subject. how much are you are you willing to bring women and children into this are you willing to bring Come people in.
1: Well, like so the conversation gets there i'm sure oh yeah oh oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: shivers down my spine man bro i was about to say the worst one is are you willing to get people who are going to get paid for something but it's actually for something else and they don't even know what they're doing
2: Mm. yeah
3: yeah and so can't wait for that one to get declassified because i that was a very uncomfortable <laughs> I, let me let me put it this way i was a first lieutenant and i was livid and i got kicked out of that meeting so what i would say is it's it's one of those things that like when you, he talks it's like dude you were a nobody you were a pay stub and, like, Putin, what Putin that, did...
1: That, oh, the guy. The, oh, sorry.
3: Yeah. yeah. And so Putin, what he did is, like, you have that psyops, right? Like, you have Besmanov in the back playing, because you're trying, what you're trying to do is, like, first you do the psyops, right? You're playing, you're, you're, play, you're and it's more fun now because we have the internet and I say more fun. It's easier to, to internet, yeah. right? You just tweet, you do this, you do that, that guy like this. What's that guy doing? Does, does he have a cousin we can talk to? Oh, he likes us and he's a friend of a friend. And like you, you go through the cousin and you get to that guy because he's actually where we need to be. And so the, the psyops are, are pinging like that, like, like think about it, like echo location. And then somebody pings back and they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. down with America. And you're like, Hey, that guy right there and then you kind of weasel your way into him through people that you can kind of get to and then you meet him in a discreet location that isn't that country and then you train him up and you give him money and you give him weapons and you give him what he needs and it's usually like one or two tasks and if it's a big thing, like we're trying to take something down, they'll know other people. But if, for instance, let's say we're start trying to start fires all over the world because we're in a war with Ukraine and we, we need the economy to blow up. We send out the perestroika, we send out the the information warfare, we all these people that we've been working on for 30 years, we've been basically simmering the stew, right, trying to make everybody believe that capitalism is bad, and that all these things are bad, and that we're not that bad. We're Russian, but we're not that bad. And then we send out an echo location and we'll get a lot more. We'll pull them out of the woodline, And then what we do is we go, okay, you're in Chile. Let's meet in Argentina. There's a big soccer game there. That's going to be your cover story. Here's, I'm going to get, when you get there, I'll give you $5,000 cash. It's going to pay for the expenses and we're going to talk. And then let's just talk. And then we, now you got a girlfriend in Argentina, right? Because we hired a hooker. And so you keep going back to Argentina, but really what you're doing is you're hanging out in the wood line and you're learning how to start fires and you're learning about pipe bombs and you're learning about all these things. And then we go, okay, Bill, you're good to go. This is a Swiss bank account. This is your bank account. Here's $10,000 cash. Here's another $15,000 cash that you need to hold on to for when the time comes. And then, I don't know, 2022 happens and you go, okay, hey, remember that 15 grand? Use it. Oh, okay, you're good. Once you're completed with your tasks, A, B, C, and D, like these countries' forests on fire, there will be $150,000 cash in your Swiss bank account. Just send pictures via WhatsApp. Once you're done, leave that fucking country. Don't ever talk to me again. And you burn that burner phone, and then he does his little mission, and then he gets $150,000 cash, and he disappears. And if he gets caught, he's a Chilean in Chile who right. was starting fires and right. it doesn't it, oh, oh no we lost it, that guy who gives a fuck right and yeah. so it, it, once again you get kind of callous to these things and so that guy who said Putin doesn't do shit he was one of the, guys, the fire starters and Putin on the other hand he was a defensive a- agent with the Stasi he was trying to prevent that shit He was looking for the guys that we were trying to echolocate. And so when he, if you read his book, he had like this huge, like thing of like folders on people that he had to burn. I'm willing to bet my house that all it was, was like, Information on your mom, information on your dad, information on uh, like he probably knew everybody, everything, hunting for people who had been pinged, and so it kind of works in tandem because you have intel and intelligence and psyops in the back, pinging and looking and 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 basically farming to pull people out of the woodline, and then all of a sudden you find a guy from Michigan, and he's like, "I love guns and I hate my governor," and you're like, "Yeah,", yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and then they get, yeah. and then they get, of them.
3: yeah, but. Who? What did you really lose at the end of the day? If you're right. doing phishing scams and you're collecting Bitcoin and you've, like, let's say you steal $50,000 from bank accounts and grandmas, and you have an operations fund of $50,000 and you hand those 12 guys $50,000 to go buy ARs and all that shit, all you did was lose man hours. Like, you didn't lose 12...
1: Eight... For that anyway. yeah, that's a salary, yeah!
3: Fuck it! Like it's.
1: Yeah. It... it wasn't this project, it was another one.
3: Yeah, and, and so it's so much, and I hate to say this, but it's the callous in me, it's so much fun, because you, you do that and you're just yeah. like, man, people will flip on a
1: side of it all yeah and
3: and ba and on that podcast we talked about that and that's what he was saying is like you need to have those core values like i will never betray america i will never beat my wife or do these things and then you don't get geolocated you don't get picked up and recruited but like you you see it you see it all and it's really hard goes
1: back to that 60 or 70 percent of people, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They're, the, they're, That's so, yeah. Yeah. they're, they're
3: the worst. <laughs> you could, you could probably over the course of like six months of like pulling that in and like a little bit of money here and there, you could get them to do some dumb shit. Like, <laughs>
2: like, <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm hitting I'm hitting my bladders. Uh, yeah, same. Same. It's <laughs> been <laughs> no, a lot of fun, though, man. It's great sh- yeah. No,
3: it's been great.
1: Um, I, I I have like I'm looking at my list of things we did not get to. I I know for sure we can't. We don't have time to talk about the flawed logic of trying to starve out Crimea. How come nobody thought of that before? Oh, what? Oh. but i don't think we have time for that i don't think we have time uh, for that no that's time for the show. big idea right they're gonna they're gonna try to starve out crimea and they just have to put no we're not doing it we don't have time for no, that. I'll I have
3: to come hilarious that
1: people are like here's a thought nobody had before <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the ways people tried to go after crimea before those were all dumb i've got the real one i also know how to beat roulette like
3: <laughs> i love how i literally just got done on this tangent of like ethical fucking like borderline Spy God. agency, awful things, and you're just like fucking starve two point five million people. Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? A world? <laughs> yeah. I got a medieval siege. Hey,
1: they chose <laughs> to move to Crimea in 2014. It's fuck them. Like I- <laughs> who hurt <laughs> you? Who hurt you as a child? <laughs> <laughs> Listening to you for the last couple hours, I came in here a doe like. Just ran a sigh up on Dustin. Summer was amazing. It's fall now. Oh my god, hunting season! Like, this,
3: Dude, it's... you're gonna you're gonna get done with this, and everybody's gonna be talking to you. Like, hey. How pissed are you at Republicans or liberals? And you're gonna be like, wait, 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 wait. Is this a is this an echo?
1: Like, every other Instagram comment, it's like the first thing I do is go to About, see when they created the account, and then I ask them, why'd you create your account in August 2023? <laughs> Half the time, they go, oh, I got locked out of my last one for sharing misinformation. I swear to God, people just say it. <laughs> like, it's nah, really. I,
3: I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm loving that we're like. How deeper into this, because I'll say this and I'll edit it, but like my favorite thing to do when I get in a discussion with somebody who's either liberal or conservative, go find some pictures of them, whether it's like, because they usually have a Facebook link to it, and it's usually the worst person. It's either the fat neck beard conservative, like Andrew Tate's the best, or it's like the skinny liberal who's like, you're just, you need to cry a little. And it's just like,
2: it's never
3: anybody you ever get in an internet argument with, just go see a picture of them and just be like, yeah i wouldn't talk to you if you paid me yeah. like right
1: it's yeah. just like I, all of my urge to respond to your like lures are just now just like, right I off a cliff. Of yeah yep
3: guys i don't want to keep you any longer it's been two and a half hours i really appreciate well, it's been you. Fun. yeah it's been fun right. man yeah.
1: yeah man i i feel like if it weren't for the sake of time eventually catching up with me and me you know Turning into a pumpkin. I don't want the-, <laughs> the same thing with Alan. Every show. I'm like, I don't want to stop talking to you. Like, why would, why would we end this? But
3: yeah. So, uh, none taken podcast. Uh, I got some people I need to throw your way. And then, uh, anything else you guys want to shout out?
1: Alan, you got an idea. Oh, we, uh, have, uh, no, <laughs> not <laughs> I
0: think- yet.
1: I, yeah, not yet. Not yet. We're, we're not ready. For we're that working answer. on, uh, moving into having maybe a subscriber worthy thing to offer mm-hmm. and once we have that straightened out we'll have that to announce but i guess I if you like what we're doing it's free to listen to us you know yeah. I, I think it's fun
0: I find us anywhere you find this show You'll yeah find us there too yeah. and then on instagram obviously on taken podcast I
1: yeah see. that's where i'm on mostly we exist okay. on other socials but instagram's like nice. instagram's where i'm at
3: I swear to God, if you take my thing and start hosting video game nights and start fucking with <laughs> I'll drive to Nashville and I will beat you like a red I, you know, I
1: couldn't just do it with you. Like, yeah. I'll just bring some people there with me, man. That's what it's about. There you go. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, all right. guys. I appreciate right. it. Thanks, Cody. Thanks, guys. Cheers, There's man. Right.
1: Drive Safe.